Okay, immediately off the bat before we start anything on this podcast, we need to make an immediate immediate backtrack and immediate apology on our brackets for the March Madness All Mascots Edition. Drew, are we making an emergency owl apology? We are making the biggest owl apology. So, after the episode came out yes. and uh, you people heard it, noted... Also, people liked it. I'm, I'm glad they liked it. It yeah. was really fun to do. Yeah. Last time we did it... Uh, we did the same thing, but before that, I had just done it on my own and just put out, like, pictures for the brackets, yeah. which were on my Facebook, I think, at the time. Um, but after the episode came out, uh, noted friend of the show and noted friend in real life, one James Starbucks, mm -hmm. uh, sent a picture of the Florida Atlantic owl with... Owl With feet. God damned birds. Which, feet. even though we had the Google images up on the screen on my TV while we were recording, he's changed feet. We never saw it. We looked at all those pictures. There were no owl feet. It was usually shoes. It was usually well, shoes. Yeah. So he sent the picture of the owl with the actual goddamn owl talons. And that. Changes and that was a game changer. Everything that was a game changer. If we had, if we had all the information before we started to record that episode, I think we would have given the win to Florida Atlantic. I think we would have. And we're not like, just saying that because they're in the Elite Eight, <laughs> but it doesn't hurt. But it doesn't hurt that the they're cause. in the Elite Eight after two like massive upsets, two big upsets, uh, and they're in the Elite Eight. It has nothing. That is completely coincidental to the fact that we are rebooking our own mascot Final Four <laughs> or March Madness. <laughs> So, I think given that information earlier on, I think we would have I think we given did, it to Florida we, Atlantic. We, we sort of went... I think that was the big determining factor. Body part by body part. And they're like, both very good heads, slight edge to uh, Kennesaw. Ken Kennesaw State. Um, but both really good. <laughs> who at that point had already been eliminated. Who was already out of the tournament. Um, uh, the b bodies were awash. Awash, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Slight edge to uh, to Kennesaw for bigger tail feathers. Bigger? No, no. Other way. Other way. Other way. Okay. Other way. Um, so yeah. So the head was doing a lot of heavy lifting for Kennesaw. Yes. Who we picked? But it was because um, it looked like the design of the logo for the school, which yeah. was the big thing for me. And Florida Atlantic had the better wings better wings because they were like actual yeah. wing arms not hands with things underneath yeah 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 and uh and then yeah and then both were wearing like running like, shoes like were they were they mascot they were running both shoes or mascot running shoes? yeah so we're like yeah that's a total wash and if like and i think uh, you can go back you can play the tape i think we said if one had bird feet that would have yep. done it. Exactly what we said. Guess what? Guess what? One has bird feet. Yeah. Fucking talons, man. <laughs> so I think we're making an emergency owl apology, switching our winner to the Florida Atlantic University Owls. FAU, who are currently in the Elite Eight of the NCAA March Madness college basketball tournament when do they play uh sunday i think let's see i think they play against uh maybe kansas they're 
oh that they they beat Tennessee. They beat Tennessee they in the beat, previous round. They beat. They are FD. playing Kansas State on Saturday, so tomorrow. So we'll already. I mean, know. sorry, t- three days ago, two days ago. Yeah. So by the time you hear this, you'll know if they're in the final four. The final four matches are next Saturday, April 1st, and the championship is Monday, April 3rd. Yeah. Florida Atlantic all the way. So as it as it stands, we got a Bulldog versus a Husky. <laughs> yeah. We got an Owl versus a uh, Panther. And mm-hmm. then we're waiting on the other games that are being played today. So it's either a Duck... Or, what was Houston? A Wildcat? Might have been the Decent Wildcat. The Decent Wildcat. Or the Texas Longhorn or the Xavier... The Xavier Professors. (laughs) I don't remember what the Xavier one was. I don't, but I do see the Creighton Blue Jays 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 are still in. And shout out to uh, whomstever uh, asked... Whomst. uh, ...about them, because that's their their home school. Their alma mater. Not their alma otter. Not their alma otter. Not to be confused with their alma otter. Um... Also, Princeton's still in the the fifteenth seat. Princeton <laughs> Panthers with their terrible mascot. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but yeah, so they I think they asked about Creighton maybe on maybe on the stream last week or something, and I'm like, well, or may, or either on the stream or on a YouTube comment, I don't remember which, and um, and I'm like, hey, look, they don't win, but they do very well from themselves because uh, yeah. Creighton Blue Jays like. For whatever reason, basically every bird in the entire tournament looks pretty good. Yep. yep. It's a hot bird. <laughs> you know what's wild is that Florida Atlantic was 31-3, and three, mm-hmm. but they were still only a number nine seed. Yeah. Just because of how st- it, it the uh, the NCAA bracket system is very much like the American electoral system, <laughs> where like you could have an almost flawless record, but because there's one other team that has like that they, they play four less games during the season, yeah. but they they have a. Uh, like one less loss than you, but also three less wins than you are ranked higher yeah. because they played less games. So they're like win percentage is better yeah. or whatever the rankings. Are. I don't understand it because I don't give a shit about college sports. Fair. Um, uh, what I, what I care about is I care about Canadian uh, university sports. I'm a big uh, Calgary Dinos fan. I'm racking my brain to even think of what the Canadian equivalent of the NCAA is. C the CIA? That, well, that, that um, can't be it. SFU is in the NCAA. What? But they're like tier four NCAA. Well, because they're Canadian and they suck. Yeah, exactly. They're awful. But they're, they're are, they are technically part of it. But my mom got her teaching degree there. So then your mom went to an NCAA school. I think she was in the Final Four one year. She was in the Final Four? Yeah. Um... Yeah, it doesn't. I there, just there must there must be a Canadian the CCAA, Canadian College Coll- Collegiate Athletic, Athletic Association. Association. Not to be confused with the NAACP. 
which we've gone over. It, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it it uh, ha- it goes over golf, men's soccer, women's soccer, cross country running, badminton. Your nice your sport. Uh, men and w- men's and women's volleyball, men's and women's basketball, and curling. And it used to have a national championship in men's hockey, but it does not anymore. Because who's got the time? I didn't play any university sports. Uh, I didn't go to a proper university, so I didn't. I am. I. I, I the only sport I played in university was uh, poonhound. So that's. I mean, that's uh, pound town. It's a. It's a noble pursuit. Yeah. I'll. I'll give you that. Also, I also sorry, I lied. Uh, SFU is in NCAA Division Two. Oh, they're crushing it. Yeah. Which is pretty good. You're the second division of NCAA. Yeah, there's a lot of damn colleges out there. Uh, but, I, I mean, if you looked at every team in NCAA Division II, like, they've got to be, I don't know, probably... Uh, in football, there is 164 teams in Division Two, And in basketball, there's 306. So it's not exactly like they're, uh, you know... One of fifty teams. Yeah, it's just like we need to fill. We need to get the numbers up. What do we do? I don't know. Let's just add like a safety school from Burnaby, <laughs> British Columbia, that most people can get into. Yeah, yeah, it's where you go yeah. if you don't get into UBC. And then uh, NCAA Division Three is just like Douglas College, <laughs> just <laughs> University of Phoenix, just online university. Online university. They play all their games from home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's done as a it's played as a turn based RPG, <laughs> and it's Devry College's Devry, move. Devry, you are on the clock. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I didn't I, I played no university sports, and I too white, and I didn't make any too white friends in <laughs> in, in university. <laughs> I don't really know what I did for four years. I don't know. I gra- I, you graduated. I did. I That's just all like, that's important. I just, like, put in time. Yeah. But, you, like... You I, were just on hand. Yeah, I really don't think I, like, made the most of my university experience. Like, yeah, I, I have zero friends who I who I met... <laughs> just end the statement there. End of statement. You have I, zero friends. I have zero friends. friends. But I have zero friends who, like, I met at university yeah. and remained friends with. Yeah. Zero. That's, yeah, that's... yeah. I was. I think. I think. I was too busy backyard wrestling. I think that's more common than you think. I guess so. I think the only people that are lifelong friends with people from college, university, are the ones that get that into didn't have friends in high school. <laughs> that didn't have friends in high school. That that do the that are in the exact field, same field as each other. Yeah, and it's like a very specific yeah. field. You know, like a um a neurosurgeon. Yeah. and you're like, okay, well, we're the only. These are my fi- we're the only neurosurgeon. We're the only friends. five neurosurgeons that graduated and yeah. we all work in like the same hospital yeah so you're friends with them but like if you're going to university and taking like a degree that has multiple branches that can yeah. go to different things you're more likely to not ever speak to or see those yeah. people again yeah it was pretty much that like even if you think about the people you vaguely interacted with uh in un- university like yeah. when was the last time you even randomly saw one of them no, fifteen years. Exactly, yeah. right? It's yeah. It, it's not the same as like. Not that I graduated university fifteen years. Ago. <laughs> that, that would make me very old. <laughs> but but I, just, I was I was exaggerating for effect. Right. Of course. It's actually seventeen years. <laughs> wow. I know. 
what a hole. <laughs> you are very old. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I went I went to university much older than you, but I've still been out for eight years. It'll be eight years in May. But then you, like a fool, went, went right back to teach. Yeah. But, hey, if you think you about it, just I once didn't you think pay... about it, they drag you back But if in. you think about it, I didn't pay for university. No, that's pretty good. Because they, they made up for it, and then some. Yeah. All, no, I, all, I do like... All, all it cost me was my sanity <laughs> and my drive and d- desire to be creative. and uh Your penis. They took your penis. And they took my penis. <laughs> Left the balls, though. That's, that's cool. a weird look. That is a weird look. a weird look. Balls only. Uh, get, what's getting the... getting cold feet halfway through bottom surgery, <laughs> or like, what's the opposite of being castrated? Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna bang, I'm gonna bing it. Do some science. Hey guys, welcome to the worst year of our lives podcast. I'm Scott at not Scott Henson. That's Drew over there looking up what it uh, is called if you just your penis is cut off and not your balls. And you can find him at Sari and Soft Paws. What do you think about that? Hey, what's up on the th- <laughs> on the things? Um. <laughs> Go follow Drew. It is ever-growing Letterboxd. New followers every damn day is what I'm hearing. A lot of butt, a lot of internet I gained buzz. five followers uh, since last week. It's pretty good. And you gained a chunk last week, as I recall, too. I, I did. I went over 100 followers. That's right. You hit the three digits. Uh, determine of... Oh, it's just... Uh, Penectomy is what it's called, but that's, that's not the same. It's not. But I was hoping it was something different, like something yeah. more. But like, oh, I don't. Penectomy is funny though. Don't show me any pictures, please. Surgery to remove any part of or all of the penis and external male reproductive organ is called penectomy. I removed a little bit because it's too big. Um, yeah, I guess it's almost exclusively a medical thing. Oh no! Here's a history of involuntary penis removal. Hmm. Well, Game, of, Th- Game of Thrones. I will say it is only there's only three countries listed. Two of them you would expect, expect and, and one of them, one of them's going to put a real damper on being a creep. Let uh, let me. Okay, so let's go with uh, these are all like before modern times. It's not a sure. thing anymore. Sad. Uh, let's go with the uh, Democratic Republic of the Congo. No, they only uh, cut off clitorises. <laughs> Scott, men are allowed to keep theirs. It's just women aren't allowed to have theirs. Those are the rules. I don't. I don't make them. I'm not the governing body of how Africa manages their women. Don't shoot the messenger. But. Men can do whatever they want. Don't women are not allowed to enjoy pleasure. Don't genitally mutilate the messenger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm keeping mine. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna get away with putting that as the title of the episode. Guess what? Too late. Well, let's find out if it ha- if it gets taken. Da- do they? They don't take down videos anymore, do they? Not really. No, and it actually won't be on the video. It'll just be on the description audio. Yeah, because I. Should I be putting the descriptions? I don't know on the YouTube. No, no. you you download them no. on your audio platform of choice. In addition to listening to it on YouTube, and then you get to see the fun description. Also, you guys who are only doing it on YouTube, one that is the right place to do it because that's the only thing that's monetized. But do check it out, or don't even have to download. Just like look it up on 
iTunes slash Apple or Spotify or Google and not Amazon. Bing. <laughs> or Bing. Don't forget Bing. Because uh, the descriptions are all pretty funny. They're, uh, it, yeah, actually, I, they I think our, our finest work, I mean, they're, they're still good, but I feel like if I go back and read the descriptions from season one, I, I laugh at every every single one. <laughs> there, they, yeah, there's some real good there ones. There are some real good ones. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, if you haven't seen those, check them out. They're, uh, they're fun. Uh, don't, don't, how, man, genitally mutilate is a tough two word phrase. Men, yep. <laughs> Did you say gentle, gentlemanly? Don't, don't gentlemanly menstruate me. <laughs> I don't, I don't care to have a English man menstruate me. <laughs> Um, the answer may surprise you that it was ancient China, uh, Japan, mm-hmm. and Africans doing it to Arab slaves. So I think that, oh, me- I think that means Egypt, probably. Ancient yeah. Egypt doing it to Arab slaves. Shout out to Africa having slaves. But I, Egypt. Yeah. Not deepest, darkest, blackest. Like northern, <laughs> almost kind of white Africa. Ah, uh, nice Africa. They're calling it. <laughs> they're calling it nice Africa. Yeah. Except for don't go there if you're tourists from Scandinavia, or no. you might get your head chopped off. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's tough. It, yeah, it's not batting a thousand. I mean, who, <laughs> who, it, who is? It's not putting up Hall of Fame numbers. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, this is. This is a request episode. I don't know. We, we we're finally doing one. It'd be yeah. After putting it off and putting it off. And Are we doing one next off. week? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> next Fair. week will exclusively not be one. The, uh, I guess, is Friday the earliest we can do next week? Um. Yes. Okay. So I, I got I got to get that sucker up that night. Pretty much. Otherwise, the WrestleMania preview for that uh, for the next day uh, will be somewhat uh, old, redundant. Yeah. Okay, that's a Friday night job. That so next next week's episode is coming out Friday night only for subscribers, and definitely not for everyone by accident. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, every, it wasn't everyone oh. by accident. It was every tier. It was dude dogs by accident. Ah. It was the five dollar dude. Well, you're giving them a little taste. Exactly. Give them a bump. Yeah, and then they can't first, get enough. First accidental taste is free. Yeah. <laughs> After that, you got to pay, or until the next accidental one. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, because I uploaded both both of last week's episodes, and the second one, uh, I think it was pretty late at night. And what am I going to do? Remember to select the thick hog and higher tier for members only, or I'm just going to click members only, which defaults to everything and click. Okay. Uh, spoiler. The, the latter I think it is what two. is what I'm uh, going to do. So, uh, so you're welcome. Uh, dude dogs. So, uh, how do you like the, how'd you like the taste? If you like the do you taste, want, do you want to taste that more often? Hey, feel free to, uh, feel free to juice it up. And, uh, and any non members, any non members who, uh, who this sounds rather appealing to, uh, get on it. Uh, youtube.com slash at not Scott Henson. Click that old join button. And, uh, hey, you get, you get emotes and cool stuff at the dude dog level. But if you want early episodes, 
all the time and not just when I'm tired, <laughs> uh, then go uh, then go thick hog level or higher. Uh, We's in the juice. We, yeah, Pauly Shore, if you're listening, <laughs> we's the juice. We's the juice. Yeah. I hear he's dead. References. I did hear that Pauly Shore is dead, or at least uh, should be. I don't know if he should be. His mom is. <laughs> A lot of people's moms are dead. Mitzi, <laughs> Mit- Mitzi Shore is buried in the cold, cold ground. The comedy store is just running itself now, I guess. Apparently. Apparently. Did Pauly take it over? I don't know. wonder what's going on at the comedy store. There's the anarchy. Just Jeff Ross running around naked. <laughs> um, who currently runs the comedy store? Joe Rogan. That, I saw Joe Rogan. That here. can't be right. <laughs> who? Who's this character? Who's this character? Is that his legal government name? That can't be his legal government name. Shmuley Herbramowitz? It uh, it's Paulie's Paul, brother, Peter Shore. Ah. But he has Because I was like, is his legal a... government name Peter Shore? Paul Montgomery Shore. He's 55. And dead. <laughs> he is... I know, I know he's two things. <laughs> he is 55, and he's dead. <laughs> and he's dead. <laughs> um... I was saying, this is a request episode. There are, by my count, after this request episode, only two more request episodes, if you can even believe it. For now. For now. If you want to get in while the getting's good, you still can, against our better judgment, send 100 U.S. American dollars, or more, and preferably more, to paypal.me slash not scott henson the link is in the youtube description as well as another link for if you don't even have a paypal account but have some way to send money to people uh and send in your uh request or uh multiple requests here's here's the deal of a lifetime two requests for two hundred dollars that's that's our promise to you so uh, and uh, d- don't pick a movie over two hours, or uh, or we're gonna have words, or I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> you look like Mark Davis. That's who I've been trying who, to. Me? Yeah, you look like half of Aussie Open. Well, I'm a I'm a cool guy. That's why. And you killed Will Osprey. And I killed my own <laughs> faction <laughs> member. You're, you killed your best friend. My my technically <laughs> the leader of my faction. Yeah, I hurt him. Yeah, Drew's got a cool mustache now. Yeah, it's it's temporary. I just thought it was like a silly thing to do for I, like a week. Yeah, I love it. And then uh, we'll see where I go from here. Uh, penectomy. Pe- I'm gonna do a penectomy. Uh, anyway, anywho, um, do we do we have news? I mean, there's always news. Do we have news that uh, it's almost the end? Of the, the fiscal year of of March, <laughs> it is the almost the end of uh, of Q one twenty twenty three. And uh, do we have news going into Q two? We do have news inexplicably going in to Q two of twenty twenty three, despite the fact <laughs> <laughs> that Q one has that has given us exactly zero dollars. That we have not been paid one dime. <laughs> From Manscaped.com, 
They have, in fact, extended our contract for another three months. For April, May, and June but, 2023. But coming from their side of it, if they're not going to pay us, they could extend they us could for extend 40 years. That, that, <laughs> I sort of asked them that. I'm like, hey, how about more than three months? They're like, no, we just do three at a time. And I'm like, cool. Do you ever pay anyone? <laughs> Hey, we'll take your three months, but also, can we get paid for the previous three months? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. But you, you can, you you can have a new to contract. chill out and, and uh, talk up our products to get people to buy it and spend money, but then we're not going to give you anything, but we're going to tell you we're going to. Yeah. So I, I'm going to treat this as if we're getting paid. going to get paid, <laughs> is how I'm going to okay. approach this. I think that's the appropriate so approach. The fact that they extended the contract yeah. means that we're doing something right. You people, all of you people have been using it because they, which is excellent news. Yeah. With the, I assume we gave them an ROI of more than break even. Otherwise I don't think they would care to resign us. You you look deep in thought. I'm trying to think of a awful way to turn uh, ROI ROI into something else. Oh, it's it's <laughs> I've already Ra- got rape of intestines. It's I'm going to put my oh, dick so far like up your butt, way that... up in them guts with yeah. no consent. Yeah. That one's fun. I was thinking more of like a a, a fancy uh, fancy uh, winter show down at the arena, uh, retards on ice. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're a special education teacher. Go on. And one of your students is late. Can you give him a tardy? <laughs> or will you get fired? That's a good question. We should. Can uh, you give a tard a tardy? <laughs> we really don't want. We're we're really leaning heavy <gasps> on. Uh, on... <laughs> Total. <laughs> we're really leaning heavy on uh, Manscaped maybe one day paying us and. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. That's the noise he makes. I know it is. <laughs> I'm just going to keep throwing one out every episode until we run out of One them. Greg the Bunny reference per episode forever. <laughs> um, yeah, we're really leaning heavy on uh, on Manscaped one day paying us and YouTube memberships and uh, requests because I, I don't think we're ever getting an episode actually monetized on YouTube again. Maybe not. I like how in Greg the Bunny world... Calling them socks is a racist term. Oh yeah, that, that's very good. That is a puppet N word. It's mm. the it's the S it's their S word. P.S. It's snowing outside. What or like rain snowing? What? What is this? What are you? What, what, what are, are you, you even doing? Doing? <laughs> uh, Manscape dot com. Oh yeah, is this is this the oh. ad? This, this stamp right this now. Is, this, this is where it starts, and not before when we mentioned tards. I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah, I guess it started a while ago. But no, that also included them not paying us. So let's say none of that is the ad read. That that's just us. Oh, you, I'm gonna you, slate you, it. You're gonna slate it. I'm gonna, gonna slate the, the ad. The clapper board, and go now. Manscape.com. No, no. I was just gonna say more mentally handicapped stuff. And, and we, <laughs> And we can only say it. <laughs> we can only say it so many times before it. It's just a problem. Do you want to go back to Hitler? Let's go back to Hitler. I. I sh- you know what? Hitler's safe. I had. I had a. You know, probably like. Uh, well, I trimmed it a while ago, but like I was gonna say, I, I hope you're talking about the mustache. Gr- growth of my beard was probably like 
three months, mm-hmm. and then I, I I trimmed it using you know my manscaping uh, tools. The beard hedger. The, the beard hedger. Love it. Um, I said I said it at a. I think I did an eight to start. Did it everything except for the chin. Yep. And then had that for about a week, week and a half. Then came back and was like, nah, the chin's bugging me too much. I don't, I don't like it. More. So I took everything down to a six, okay. which is great because it's just got the little dial in the middle. You don't have to take From anything on and 0. off. From 0.5 to 10, I oh, believe. Oh, in, in 0.5 in increments. And, and like legitimately, it works so good. I've, I've had other beard tremors in the it's past really nice, yeah. where you really only get maybe like a... I four levels of variance. Yeah. You go from a zero to a four, and that's it. And if you go, obviously, you you go from a four to a three, you're losing a lot. Mm-hmm. And you go from a three to a two, you're you know like you're going down really quickly. So it's nice to have, you know, twenty levels of just like mm-hmm. trimming down little bits at a time. Yeah. So I went down to a six, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. And then um, I just was so bored the other night. Like, I was playing video games. It was, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. I had to get up for work in, the yeah, like, in, I don't know, six hours. And I was just, like, my, I feel like my face is kind of just, like, getting a little itchy. So I'm, like, okay, I'm going to go down to a goatee. So I did a goatee. Ooh. And then I looked in the mirror and said, yeah, like, oh, God, like a loser. I'm my dad. <laughs> I looked exactly like my dad. And I was, like, no, I'm not doing goatee. I'll just go clean shave. So I did all the goatee except for the mustache yeah. and was, like, you know what? Yeah. Those are popular with the kids these days. So weirdly popular. So I went all the way down to a zero and no guard, which I was concerned about because I had used the beard trimmer on body hair. But don't do that. I know. It was stupid. (laughs) They make a different trimmer for that. It was faster for me to grab the beard than it was for the body. And I was concerned going no guard straight to the skin on the face. It's fine, no guard. And it was perfect. Yeah. Uh, No problems at all. I did everything except for the mustache. Then I dyed the mustache to match my hair color so it wasn't so gingery (laughs) because I'm half a day walker. You do have a gingery beard. I I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm half a day walker because my dad's a full-on daywalker and uh i'm gonna keep it for a little while i think it i don't know if it'll last till vegas because i don't think i want to go to a fur con like this (laughs) i but i want to do it for wrestling so i think i'll keep it until the day of the show wrestle with a mustache (laughs) and i'm gonna do nothing but mark davis moves (laughs) then i'm gonna after the show i will uh i will shave it off so go clean. So I'll go clean shave into Vegas. I I was gonna say j- just let everything grow from here because I I like the light beard with bigger mustache look. That's okay, not a, that's not a bad look. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. I guess I can do that. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll go down looking like a complete pedophile. Yeah, or a cop. Maybe we're going to a police convention. <laughs> We're going to a, com- a police convention that is also in the same hotel as a furcon. Yeah, that's a bad time for anyone at that furcon. Yeah, for, really for both sides. <laughs> no, because I feel like the cops can just be bullies who take away their drugs and <laughs> and make them all cry because they're little sad wieners. Sure, you have that like, part, but I feel like it's also exhausting. For I the cops. I gen- so. Uh, Having trimmed off all of my beard using our uh, our wonderful manscaping products, promo code cats twenty at manscaped.com. Uh, I've also been using the uh, deodorant every day, Yours which good. I 
at first was like, uh, I like what I'm using. It, it's mm-hmm. pretty good, but like, nope. I, I I think I like that the smell lasts. Yep. Like the whole, pretty much the whole day. Because like sometimes I go to work. Would you and describe the smell as ultra premium? It is ultra premium. I agree. I I use it all day at work, and I come home and I don't smell bad. You don't stink. Because <laughs> sometimes I you know I have hard days at work, and my previous uh, deodorant that I've been using. Isn't an antiperspirant, which th- this is also not an antiperspirant. Yeah. Also, I, don't use antiperspirants; they'll they'll give you cancer. Sure, sure, I agree. But also, everything gives you cancer, or cancer's fake. Um, mm. and not if you eat raw garlic. Not if you eat raw garlic uh, to cure the thing that's fake. Uh, <laughs> but I like that I don't need an antiperspirant to you know not be gross by the time and to I'm make done it work. through the day. Yeah, right. So yeah. You, you, coming home, I still smell pretty good. Yep. So I I, I like that. Um, Same for the ball deodorant? Uh, I don't use the ball deodorant as much, and I don't know why. I think, I don't know if it's because I'm lazier, and I'm just kind of like, I'm already dried, I already have my underwear on, like, I'm, I'm done. But also, um, in the TMI department, uh, I don't have stinky balls. Like, no, I've, I don't, I've I don't never really had a bad smelling downstairs. Yeah. I, I do love slapping it on <laughs> right out right after One ball, right ball. after right after a shower cuz then i feel like unstoppable i'm like i am so clean and fresh right now i could not shower for 3 days and i'd still smell amazing and yeah. then you go and 9 I, days and then i don't shower yeah. for 3 days and i'm fine everybody wins um this is all leading to me saying that I am, I am so happy as a little skinny wiener kid who grew up getting bullied like shit uh-huh. all the time. That I finally get to go to a furcon yeah. and be the coolest person be the in the room. Alpha, the, al- jock. the most alpha like, jock, like gonna be dude, great. bro, I can. Yeah, and I'm gonna be so mean to everyone. Oh, yeah. that I'm gonna get uninvited from future cons. Oh no, it, like if if you don't get perma banned. <laughs> From Las Vegas Furcon, you have done something yeah, wrong. I can't wait. I can't wait. Can't wait for that. I can't wait. Can't for... wait to make Greg cry. Yeah, I can't wait to make, make furries cry. Yep. I can't wait to get thrown out of a casino. <laughs> I've been I've been it's practicing counting cards. Nice. Uh, like I learned how to count cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my brains are too mush to actually do it. But it's a nice because uh, you know ten concussions is a hard thing to overcome when mm-hmm. you're trying to uh, I don't know memorize things. <laughs> but I did I did watch a, vi- a couple videos while I was bored at work, and I was like, I wonder I like I wonder how easy it is, and like it's not as complicated as you think, but you really need to be focused, and yeah. uh, focusing on things is not. Really, my strong suit. Not a big focuser. <laughs> Not a big focuser, and I don't have very good short-term memory. I, so I, I don't think I'm going to be counting cards in Vegas. I, d- I don't count, per se, but I keep an eye on, fa- on face, face cards. cards. Face cards are the important one. Yeah. yeah. So face I, cards I and aces are the important yeah. ones. Yeah, pr- pretty much the, the extent of my count... Uh, my card counting is like, huh, a face card hasn't come up in a while. Yeah. I'll bet on a face card. Yeah. Basically. I, I think the the pretty much one of the big things to to uh, remember are the ones that like are harder to pair like that have too many things that compare with it uh-huh. that will put you too close to getting a second and a third card. Right. Right. So I think what like one of the videos I watched was like if you're getting a seven or an eight it's really going to be challenging because if you yeah. get a face or 10, yeah. um, 
then like you're kind of in that well, you're, range, you're, a range of you're locked in. You're locked in, like you should be locked in, yeah. right? That's the thing you're, is you, you're locked in. You but should it's not never be great. betting on anything that's higher than sixteen. No, because the chance of bust is Just way too bad. high, yeah. right? Because you're you're relying on essentially you're relying on on uh, three or four cards that you can get. Yeah, but if you look at the ratio of those four, how many are in the deck, how many have been used compared to what's left, mm-hmm. you're almost. It's very unlikely that you're going to be able to win. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to... I'm probably not going to play Blackjack, by the way, because I don't... I don't... Eh, Blackjack's fine, but I think I'm just going to go to Roulette. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put everything on black. Of course. If I lose, I'm going to put... I'm going to go get more money. Yeah. I'm going to put everything on black. Well, you got to then... put double that on black. No, because if I put that, then at least I can back oh, then you're even, even. Right? Sure. Then I can go half of it all on black again yep. and you just keep playing like that mm-hmm. until you win one time and yep. then you get the fucking out. Exactly. <laughs> That's all you need to do. Yep. It's the system. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, betting red-black in blackjack is one of the better odds in Vegas. The, yep. only, the only things that are really better are playing blackjack properly or um, or poker because you're not against the house, you're against other people. Other people, yeah. But... Um, but yeah, like you, you can't really do well. You you can't do better than fifty fifty in uh, in a casino because because uh, they wouldn't do it then. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I think I'm okay at poker. Mm-hmm. I've I've played a lot of it in my life. Yeah, I think I'm okay at it. I don't know that I would be like super competitive in a high in like a intensity game. Yeah. kind of you know like playing with other random people I know or. Going to like the local casino, yeah, I could probably do okay. I don't know that I would be winning like thousands of dollars, but then yeah. going to Vegas, I think the first time I do well, I would have some kind of very blatant tell, <laughs> and then you know, like my tail would pop up and start <laughs> wagging, and I'd be like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, sorry, it, it just does that when I it have low that. blood sugar. Yeah, don't. It's uh, trying to tell me I need to take my insulin shot. Pay no, pay no attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Tails are not good for poker. No, because there's so I gotta a, play it against furries. There's a the, there's a lot of involuntary tail action. Yeah. That's true. Well, because it, it could mean excitement. It could be agitation. Yeah. It could be horniness. <laughs> it could be like I said. I, I get need to very take horny insulin shot. <laughs> yeah. So it could be any of those things. Yeah. That's very true. So, but the the moral of the story is manscaped.com. <laughs> promo code cats twenty. That was more than sixty seconds. Manscaped. Yeah, you got a lot of there. <laughs> and, um, and we didn't mention any of the bad things we usually mention, so it's fine. No, we did a we did a good job. The um, now I will say I I think we should put it on air to hold ourselves accountable because after the the manscaped trial period we did when we got the first contract uh that has thus far paid us zero dollars uh we promised uh we promised people a treat if they got us that and now not not only have they gotten us that they've gotten us a second contract yeah so we should do something nice so there were two things we talked about uh privately off air i think we'll do both and well, one of them we were doing no matter what. It, it was we going don't have to, to originally be for us. We don't have to tell them But that. now it can be for everyone. <laughs> now it can be public. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I, I think we're going to do something where we uh, where we review 
where we like live review a match of ours. Yeah. Um, yeah. which I think would be give you a little peek behind the curtain and people would like and then the other is a uh, photo shoot <laughs> at the uh, Furry Creek British Columbia sign yes it's a real place it's a real place and not that far from here um so yeah so we uh, so we will do that those were the treats we have planned and uh and we will do them because you guys have done a good job on manscaped.com promo code cats 20 keep doing it don't disappoint me and shout out to antifa catboy who posted all of the wares he got from yeah. uh, from manscaped on Big uh, shout out on twitter the other he got three of their devices which is not cheap not un- cheap. unless you use promo code cats 20 because then Correct. you get 20 off and free shipping certainly to canada where he is and certainly to, Ameri- to everywhere else in the world to america where a lot of you are to europe where a lot of you are and not to Thailand. Uh, yeah, the one blackout pl- play. Afghanistan, Kandahar, done. <laughs> you probably Bangkok, can't no. No. It's got cock in the title. That's true. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, I'm very disappointed that the history behind Furry Creek is because the guy's name was Oliver Furry. I mean... <laughs> and not because there were a bunch of... like I, I kind of assumed it was Bigfoot related, to be honest. Mm. Is that there would have been like Bigfoot sightings and they were like ah there's a big furry monster in the woods <laughs> by the creek better call it a furry creek um but... i thought it was about vaginas well yeah oliver furry is a pretty fun name it's a though, fun name I but I, i'm disappointed that it's, it's just, just a guy a guy and not something furrier yeah yeah i agree but uh we'll make it furrier. boo make it furrier more we... furry i mean we will Let's go on a bomb threat to Furry Creek. <laughs> Just the whole place. Just the creek. We're gonna blow up the creek. <laughs> We're gonna blow up. There'll be the no creek. more water. <laughs> Canada's biggest hydroelectric dam. Yeah, gone on, on Furry Creek. Gone. gone in a matter of seconds. Because we were so mad that it wasn't named after <laughs> because, Bigfoot or a furry. Because even though it's been the case for a very long time, we just found out and we're mad. <laughs> we're mad about what it's named after. <laughs> we need to get it canceled. It's cultural appropriation. True. We need to change the name of it to something that's our word. Something that's got like in it, so that no one else can say our words. Yes. <laughs> and also, we can't say our words. Correct. Because they're not real words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the subtle racism that not a lot of people are going to get. But the ones who do really ones enjoy who, it. They're going to really enjoy it. That's for you I guys. I guarantee it. <laughs> um, thanks to uh, Christian R. and Eve for both. Christian uh, Hardar. Christian Hardar uh, for deciphering my ramblings last week. <laughs> uh, I, I actually. Uh, yeah. I actually did myself uh, either that night or the next day because I was. <laughs> quite sure they had done an episode on it on uh, how did this get made so i just went through their episode list and i'm like ah that's the one uh so the uh the rambling about a uh, movie with butt aliens that uh either starred uh keanu reeves or kevin, kevin bacon, bacon but actually didn't was star none either. of them yeah it turns out it was none made me angry when you told me what you were talking about yeah uh, as if was, i haven't seen that movie like 30 times i was gonna say i feel like you should have still gotten there with butt aliens but the thing is you, there's you, only so you many saying keanu reeves or kevin bacon threw me off don't, so much don't listen to that that part. i was like well that what? was the red herring i guess but that's a bad red herring i think butt aliens should have brought you back around i guess but there's lots of butt aliens are there bad milo 
true. Is that an alien? It's a growth. It's a. I don't think it's an alien. Tumorous growth. I think there's literally one Bud Aliens movie, and it's called Stephen King's Dreamcatcher. You know who plays a mentally challenged man in that movie? I don't. One, Donnie Wahlberg. Nice. His name is Duddits. He saves the day at the end. The apprenticeship then, of Duddits Kravitz. And then he yells, I Duddits! Oh, that's pretty good. And he's fully retarded. <laughs> uh, that is fun. Timothy Elephant's in it. Like him. Uh, Damian Lewis is in it. Hmm. I think a third person we like is in it. Damien Lewis, uh, hot news in Hollywood. This is a variety page six action for you. Uh, Damien Lewis coming back to Billions after... Uh, First of all, Billions is still on the fucking air. Bet your ass is still on the air. Damien Lewis, Paul Giamatti, uh, Dan so- comedian Dan Soder, who tries to work in as many wrestling references into the show as he can, uh, including getting Becky Lynch on the show. Yeah. Uh, Tom Jane. And also noted cool guy, Jason Lee. Mm. Oh, and Tom Sizemore and Morgan Freeman. Uh, 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 Dragon Gate opened the Brave Gate champion, Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. No, uh, Scientologist uh. Jason Lee. Noted unibrow haver, Jason Lee. Not my favorite Jason I Lee. I would say he's my second favorite Jason Lee. Although he's pretty good in Mallrats. <laughs> he makes... He makes oh, yeah. Is it Neil McDonough eat poo? Or is it a guy who looks like him? It's not Neil McDonough, I don't think. No, it's not. In my in my head, he looks like him. Also, I haven't seen. First Mar- of all, nobody a long time. looks like Neil McDonough. I mean, no one looks as good as Neil. He's McDonough. the Neil most <laughs> handsome man in Hollywood. <laughs> That's true. If, just think, like, not that his career isn't good, but think how good his career would be if he was willing to kiss women on camera who weren't his wife. No. You're not. You're not going to keep your wife, your Christian wife, by kissing other people. That's true. Um, Who's the game show host in Mallrats? If it's if it is Neil McDonough, I'm going to flip. Loki. You know who's really hot in that in that movie and in real life? Claire Forlani. Yes. What? What? Babe. She is hot. Oh, it's Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yeah. 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 How do you confuse Michael Rooker? A know. man it's who been... looks like his face has been yeah. burnt by oil. Yeah, he, uh... And gorgeous eyes, Neil McDonough. He doesn't look like Neil McDonough. <laughs> Scott, sometimes I, I'm concerned that I'm your fine. brains don't work. I'm good at counting cards. You're good at counting cards, and you're good at confusing handsome men for trolls. <laughs> Michael Rooker is an amazing actor and a very funny man, but he is not a looker. No, he, no. And Neil McDonough he's many is, things to many people, he's, but he's not a looker. And Neil McDonough is is beautiful. Yes, I've never seen beautiful, Henry, and he loves Jesus. <laughs> I've never seen Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's very low budget looking. Okay, um, but it's it's got. Some, I know a lot of people say it's like very disturbing. It's got some disturbing stuff in it for sure. Yeah, but it, it, it's very good. Yeah, it's, I should see that uh, one day when I get to watch movies I want to watch, or if someone wants to request it for one of the last two episodes of requests, great. PayPal.me slash not Scott Henson Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Unless it's over two hours, let me let me make sure. I, can, I mean, uh, you you can still uh, you can still request it. Just pay for two. I can see it from here. Can you? I think so. Well, I'm excited for you. Uh, just, just a, uh, oh, it's an hour twenty three. I, I beg of you to request please. this. You kidding me? You know what? You know what? You can pay ninety nine dollars to request 
uh, Henry Portrait of a Killer. I will accept $99. It is so short, we will give you $99. Yeah. American dollars to paypal.org slash Kensington. (laughs) (laughs) Paypal.me slash not Scott Henson. A rare 1% discount. 1% 1% this, off for for only this week for only. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That's correct. Don't try any other bullshit. Nothing else. If you come at us and you're like, well, you said there was a 1% discount. Yeah, for that. Yeah. Open your ears, dum-dum. <laughs> you slut. Yeah. Scoop the cum out of your ears. <laughs> and, uh. and listen. You see, that, that phrase amuses me, but I'm not going to put that in the description. Too far. That that might get us in some in some hot water. <laughs> yeah. Hot water. I mean, hey, you can give us money and just tell us to pick movies, and we'll just pick our 20-minute movies. Yeah. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of good ones. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Brian D slash Here I Am. Which, who, which uh, Brian is that? Of the Brian. He's one of the four Brian's. Rank them. Oh. I mean, he's number one right now. I think he's number one. He's easily number one yeah. right now. He, Congratulations, he Brian. You're number one. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, to all you, the Brian, Brian's. listening Brian, right now. You you're, are you're number one, it. Brian. Brian, you're the best. Uh, who uh, I think, yeah, during the stream last Sunday, uh, sent uh, one hundred dollars for our choice of uh, two very important movies, and then the next day sent me. Uh, another hundred dollars because he said, uh, whichever one you, you choose, I'll be sad you didn't choose. <laughs> so, so here's both. That's that how to is, do it, guys. That is exactly how to do it. Brian doing it right. Here's a hundred dollars. Pick one or the other. Oh, now I'm sad. Here's, a, here's another hundred dollars. I need to hear both. Do both. <laughs> yeah, that is the right way to do it. Oh, I can't wait till we get to see an early appearance on screen of Dane Cook. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, let's try a weird drink. Okay. Yeah. Pop it. It's pop. Pop it and lock it. We we got ourselves uh, original flavor. We did we did we didn't get fancy. Uh, original flavor bazooka gum soda. This is gonna remind me of playing little league. Pour me uh pour me a nice glass. I don't have a glass. I brought a glass here. Yeah, but you it's on the floor next to you. Oh well. How am I supposed to pour it? Throw, in your glass? Just like just chuck some of the liquid this way. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing that's happened to your floor. Nope. There's root beer stains all over this floor. Yeah. White root beer stains. <laughs> I'm, like, cautiously optimistic for that. Like, I, think, I think it might be good. J- Jones made bubblegum soda, I and it was it good. pretty good. Yeah, you got more than me. Whatever. I was going to say, it was, a, it was a generous pour. I'm going to come back to this bar. I like it. It smells good. It smells like... It smells like goddamn bubblegum. Mm, not as powerful as I thought it would be. No, which is probably the for the best. I don't know if you yeah. want a super strong bubblegum soda. The smell is stronger the than the taste. The smell is stronger than the taste. But it, it's it, not bad. It's pretty good. I wouldn't... If 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 you gave this to me and I closed my eyes yep. and you put it in my mouth... Go on. Uh, I don't know that I would be able to tell you that it's bubblegum. Here's what I would be able to tell you. I have, I have a very sensitive palate. I would... Be able to tell you it's bubblegum, but I. But don't... would you be able to be brand specific? Well, I would, but I don't think this tastes like bazooka gum. I think it tastes like general bubblegum. I think it tastes like um, what's that roll of gum that is 
bubble tape. Bubble tape. I think it tastes like bubble yep. tape. Yeah. It tastes like very it very standard bubblegum flavor. I think that bazooka gum is a stronger, slightly different taste. Yes. Tastes tastes old. <laughs> yeah. Bazooka gum tastes old. Because you know why? Because for me, it reminds me of playing baseball growing up. Yep. Putting it in and chewing on it the entire game, even though the flavor was gone after like thirty I don't seconds. Know, three pitches. Oh yeah. Like easily done. Yeah. But oh, but th- those thirty seconds are some of the best. Yeah, I think the Jones one was much better. I think so. And and is there a is there a Fago bubble gum? No, because no, I cotton candy. I would have had it. Oh, and Fago cotton candy rocks. It's great. Yeah, you wouldn't think you'd like it. I would. I love. But I love it, anything. Cotton take it candy. from us. We're recovering Fago boys. Yeah, we're, we uh, we've been described as a couple of Fagos before. I've been described as a lot of different boys <laughs> in my life. I've been a Fago boy. I'm currently a Tubi boy. Oh yeah. I was a VCW crap boy. Oh yeah. Uh, cobblestone boy. I was a cobblestone boy. Yep. Uh, now we also Even have many things to many people. Oh yeah, we have other shit. Look at us. It's the it's the uh, oops oops all snacking and also, and also oops we're almost at an hour. Damn episode. it! Every time I'm like, well, we're not, we could we could probably get it all done in one part if uh, like we don't have to go an hour. We need to top. stop having fun. That's we what do, it is. We you know what? We need to go back to hating each other <laughs> and wanting this to be over. <laughs> we we do have to go an hour at the top. It's the natural order of things. So I think we, we can still do this in one part, though. I, I'm, I'm assuming as most people listening to this podcast that live in some form of North American city, um, you have the, I, I guess, are they kind of modeled after, like, oh no, I was going to say bodegas, but not really. But they're just like weed, weed vape shops that don't sell weed, but they sell weed and vape merchandise, like bongs and whatever. And they also import like weird random snackies. Well, that I think that's more Canada because the U.S. doesn't need to import anything. I guess that's true, but they probably still have. I mean, the U.S. has like corner stores, bodegas, and I think separately like weed and vape shops. Yes, um, there is. So they're kind of a newer thing. It started out with this place called Dank Mart. Uh, no, no, that's two. That's one of each. I broke oh, them both in half. Excellent. Uh, don't ask me to tell you which one's which. I think that's the surprise. I, I can you can like, smell them because one smells pretty. So they are pretty prominent in uh, in Vancouver now. We have them. I wouldn't say everywhere, but they're pretty. Close. They're prevalent. Uh, pretty like pretty frequent. I'm sure there's tons in places we've never been. Like sorry, where they yeah. they import American. Uh, snacks and treats that we don't regularly yeah. get in Canada, but Asi- it's Asian. There's some Asian stuff. There's sometimes there's like random European. Did I get stuff. a Dragon Ball themed passion yes, fruit you soda? Did, did you, you look at German uh, Haribo? I did look at German Haribo candies, gummy bears. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they bring them in. I mean, obviously, the, yeah, you're, it's like British and European stuff. Too. British and European yeah. stuff, yeah. And um, as you can expect, the prices are uh, through the roof. Yep, I think I paid. Uh, were, were these? Uh, standard size Snickers bars, four dollars each. Yes, nice. They were. Yeah. Um, and we went uh, previously because a type of energy drink that both of us like that is made in BC uh, decided that they wanted to get rid of the flavor we like the most Fever? for the second time in our lifetime. I have lost it twice now. They brought it in. It was the best one. They yep. took it away for I don't know fifteen years minimum, and then brought it back for three years, two two and a half, two. three years, and yeah. uh, now have decided that apparently 
only Scott and I were buying them, w- even though a lot of times I would go places, they were empty. So I don't know if that yeah. means they didn't have the supply or other people were buying them. One thing I always found interesting, because the main place they were available, because they, they were barely available anywhere yes. besides London Drugs, yes. which is like a, a big... Uh, CVS, no, yeah, yeah, kind of a CVS. Yeah, it's I a guess. CVS. It's CVS. Um, yeah, and that's really the only place that had them. And what's interesting is they had on like online in their inventory they they had every other flavor of Beaver Buzz listed. They never had the black currant yeah. listed on their online inventory. You just got there like, oh, there it is, fun. Oh. <laughs> but you you like you couldn't order it. You couldn't do it. It's it's like it was never was it never real. <laughs> Did I just imagine the best flavor of Beaver Buzz? And I would, I would argue to say the best flavor of any energy drink. I mean, I like Beaver Buzz, uh, black currant, which is the one we're speaking of, and citrus. I would put in top five energy drinks of all time. We should, uh, we should do our I'm own, drinking a citrus. We should right do now. our own tier lists for energy drink flavors. Absolutely, because I think that would be interesting to see what we like the same and what we like differently. Yeah, but the, the problem with that is that I don't mind some of the zero sugars. Yeah, and you exclusively are a, are a sugar boy. I'm a sugar boy, or that's that's, a, that's what kind of boy I am. I'm a sugar boy. I'm a tubi boy. You're a sugar boy. <laughs> um, so. We were there, we were randomly, because I had seen that they still have the black currant at this stoner treat store yeah. that's and like it, it a is, block away from my house. It's gone from London Drugs. Yes. Because I, is- I got real worried, and rightfully so, when I saw they they were like on, on sale for one ninety nine each, and it said like, last chance on it. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't sound good <laughs> at all. And it wasn't. They're gone. Yeah. But yeah, there were four left at a uh, weird import place by your house. Yes. We cleaned those fuckers out. I'm, I'm sure they're, they're, they might be at other ones that are more local too, but I mean, like, I feel like Dank Mart is exclusively imports. Import, yeah. This one has other things that are from Canada that are just, like, yeah. less frequent. So we went in to see what they had to clean them out of their inventory mm-hmm. before they were gone so that we could never drink them and they just stay in our fridge forever put them in the safe uh, so we the fridge we, safe we, we took a peruse we took a little browse we yep. found some other stuff uh i've been uh i like i like my mike and ikes mm-hmm. and i got myself a nice uh what do we got tropical typhoon mike and ikes give me the give me the flavors so you got kiwi banana bad caribbean punch good Strawberry banana. Bad. Two bananas? Paradise punch. Good. And mango. That would not be my first choice of Mike and Ike's options, but I'm happy for you. Well, it's a different one. That's the thing. This isn't the one I would normally get. Yeah. It's just a different flavor, like a different variety, which I like. I like trying new things. It's a spice Did of you life. know that Mike and Ike's are gluten-free? Um, and... A f- course they are I, I just, says, <laughs> it just says on the package yeah. I, I love things that say they don't have a thing that of course like fat free coke like yeah i know no one was, <laughs> no one was accusing you of yeah. putting, it doesn't doesn't mean it's good for you it just doesn't have one thing that's bad for you ah meatless mike and ikes yeah beyond beyond mike and ikes <laughs> Yeah, like uh, unleaded chicken. Like, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> Thanks. I would assume it's all unleaded. Uh, but the one thing I've been kind of obsessed with lately are uh, Big Chewy Nerds. I don't know if anybody around town has been my, seeing them. It's 
It's my nickname in college. Big Chewy Nerd? Yeah. Because you were friends with Justin and oh, yeah. you're a nerd? <laughs> sure. You're Justin's nerd friend? <laughs> yeah, I'm Justin's nerd friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, congratulations to you for being the cool one of the two. Yeah, I did it. Uh, R.I.P. Justin. Um, so I luckily I don't have to buy them in the U.S. anymore because I can just get them at that corner store. Yeah. Even though uh, they're they're more expensive, but they're not stupidly overpriced. Yeah. Because they're like three something in the U.S. and they're four something here. That's fine. So I'm fine with that. Anyways, as we're browsing and walking through, I noticed these regular sized Snickers that are uh, hashtag Eat a Snickers. <laughs> Great. I thought it was going to be something better than that. Yep. Um, they are uh, specialty flavors. Uh, I in, in my hand, I have the package for Berry Whip flavor, which appears to be some kind of strawberry and cream taste. Which is an interesting addition to a Snickers. To a Snickers, yeah. I'm going to try that and, one first. And you've got the packaging that I passed to you. Not time to talk about that yet. I definitely, like, I definitely smell strawberry. I don't know if I want strawberry in my Snickers. It's okay. It's okay. okay. I don't know how well strawberry and peanut go together. I think of like um, parfaits or like ice cream with nuts and strawberry. I'm okay with it. It's all right. I would not get it again. Um, It's not... It's not very strawberry. There is a strawberry taste to it. Yeah. But it's not, like, again, same thing with the bazooka. It smells more strawberry than it tastes. Yeah. Now, I mean, the other package that we found. My packaging. Um, brought to you by the people at hashtag eat a Snickers. Snickers butterscotch flavor. A pile of peanuts, chewy caramel, and a slab of butterscotch flavored nougat covered in chocolate. But... I'm going to need to do a palate cleanse post-berry first. Want a pickle? Is... I would love a pickle, thank you. They're a good palate cleanser. They are, but they're also gross. They're delicious. I love them. Can't do it. I love them because I'm a pregnant lady. Pickles and ice cream? Pickles and ice cream. Pickle ice cream? Pickles and cum. No, uh, dilk. You gotta get dilk. <laughs> Pickle milk. Delicious. Okay. All right. This one, this one doesn't isn't as strong as smelling. Well, I think because the flavor is already related to a Snickers ingredient. Like, there's already caramel in Snickers. Caramel. Um, although it, it it definitely it smells more butterscotchy caramelly than a standard Snickers. So let's uh, let's investigate together. Okay. Yeah. I see. I I, I like this more than the berry. Um, I like them the same. Not, it's not bad at all. Yeah, I, I like them both. They're they're okay. I don't know that I would go out of my way to buy them all the time. I would maybe get one here or there as a little mm -hmm. treaty treat. But yeah, no, nah, it's it's okay. It's um, no, it's fine. The taste of the butterscotch in this mm -hmm. is stronger than the strawberry in the strawberry one. Yeah, yeah. Is. So. I would say, try them yourself, if you can find them. No. Yeah. I haven't even seen these in the States. Um, yeah, it's the first time I'd seen them. Yeah, no idea. Maybe they're like another import from, maybe they're like a, a UK thing. 
or a Mexico thing. Although it's not Spanish, but whatever. Now, if it was Mexico, it would be like a hot tamarind. Guava. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hour in. We're going to finish all these movies in an hour and a half? 100%. Okay. Eight movies. Fall, fall on your sword, loser. <laughs> I get told that so often. Uh, Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, 1983, brought to you from uh, Orca Bay. Uh, Criterion movies. This, this Now, what is the best Criterion movie you've ever seen, and why is it Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence? Are you showing it off to me? The physical copy? Right behind me. Pretty good. What do you think? Best one? Best Criterion? Yeah. Um, yes. Good. <laughs> you know what I like about it? Because I like that on the very front of the pack of the you know the the cover of co- the cover art of the Criterion. What does it lead you to believe? Has uh, David Bowie on the cover, uh-huh. and uh, the title says uh, "Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence," so which one... um, led me to believe David Bowie was Mr. Lawrence. Uh-uh. Boy, was I wrong! <laughs> he is not Mr. Lawrence. He is a uh, another guy who is. So hot <laughs> that he causes everyone in the Japanese POW camp to fall in love with him mm. and kill themselves. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yes, but <laughs> that's basically I, I, the deal. Th- this is a real Dave Chappelle on the cover of Half Baked. <laughs> I wonder if, like Chappelle on Half Baked, uh, Bowie's uh, percentage of the poster got larger and larger every year. <laughs> every release of the movie yeah. had more Bowie. Do, uh, and... do a little more Bowie. Yeah. A, a little more Bowie and a little less the guy who played Mr. Lawrence. Uh, Tony, Tom Conti is his mm. name. Any relation to Ty? No, because mm. he's not a bad wrestler. Oh. Well, that and and he's that British, out. and yeah, uh, he. Oh, my deepest apologies to Uh-oh. Mr. Tom Conti. Emergency he, apology. He's Scottish. Oh, he was nominated for an Oscar for this uh, for best actor in a lead role, 1983's Ruben Ruben. Oh, so same year as yeah. this, different movie. Uh, a drunken Scottish poet who has not written a word in years feels compelled to regain control of his life and work after meeting a beautiful young woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beautiful, so, beautiful young woman is played by Kelly McGillis. Hmm. So this who, was who was a beautiful young woman yep. at the time. This not was so much anymore. But not his best performance this year. Apparently not. All right, and you know what? Without without having seen Reuben Reuben, you agree? I concur. <laughs> The, Ruben Ruben is a better movie than <laughs> M- Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence. I can think of two things wrong with this title. <laughs> They're all wearing clothes and no one's eating lunch. <laughs> no one's eating lunch. The uh, I don't I don't think I knew David Bowie was in the Criterion movie, although Labyrinth should be. Uh, yeah, well, Labyrinth is or is Disney, it? right? Yeah, do they not do criteria? They've they've done one, and it was recently, and it was, it was Wally. The, it was the Black Cauldron. It was the Black Cauldron. It was uh, Song, Song of, of the, the South. South. <laughs> yeah. Which K- oh, Criterion I, Blu-ray release? Criterion 4K K- release. Yeah. Song of the South. Yeah. Which, uh, ironically, the working title for that movie was also the Black Cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let's let's do a double feature of Criterion Song of the South and Criterion uh um just buried Disney movies. Or or um what's the uh Rise of a Nation? Is that what it's called? Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. Yeah. That two, was good. Two best Criterion releases of all time. <laughs> Pretty good. I, I, it would be really funny if somebody was like printing up their own Criterion sleeves for like <laughs> of those kind of things and just like putting like like printing them out, putting them in the cases, and then just like putting them in their <laughs> thing, and people would be like, "Wow, I didn't realize that they released." Like a, a Serbian film <laughs> or, on Criterion, or like bringing them into Barnes and Noble and <laughs> putting them in the Criterion shelf. Oh, Scott! Like, huh? Porky's two on Criterion. <laughs> Scott, that's that's it's, fucking it's amazing. Not a bad move. We need to guys. Do that. You... We need to. Scott. <laughs> Scott. Scott Q. Henson, do you think that I just looked up Criterion Song of the South no. and somebody mocked Made up it? a Criterion oh Song of the South? Oh my god. Do you think you can put that as the cover? 1,000%. Are you kidding me? I was going to do the new owl with bird feet, uh, but uh No, Criterion Song of the South wins. It, Sorry. It gave it the... Uh, the what what am i looking for the spine code of 1946 which is accurate good year good year now do you think i guess not for germany or japan um well it was after everything and most of the germans were relaxing on beaches that's true so i mean maybe they're, not for the japanese they were catching but... some rays um yeah japan was still mostly clean up at that point i think I wanna, I wanna see. I wonder where I can. This is on Reddit, under Reddit slash Criterion. So I wanna see if there's other funny. Um, if there's also a Porky's too, I will lose my mind. But if they've done one, I bet they've done more than one. So there's probably some good stuff there. I do not see a Porky's too. <laughs> Sad. Do you know what? Do you know what the full title of the movie is? Uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Porky's. That's the uh, third one. The search. Third one is called Porky's Revenge. The search for Porky's gold. Uh, Porky's two. The next day. So mm. it's supposed to have taken place the day after the first one. Okay. But with none of the original. Oh, good. Cast? Question mark. <laughs> I don't. I don't actually know. I don't know either. Birth of a Nation Criterion. I mean, that could actually be on Criterion. Probably, but uh, it's not. Yes. It is released on other things, though. Yeah. Kino Classics released one. Cool. Um, ooh. You can hear me the whole time. And nothing happened, and don't worry about what, uh, don't worry about who had to run out of there. the room all of a sudden. Um, clutching his pants. <laughs> clutching my pants, change of mind. Um, I, I just wanted to look up, like, what were some funny, like, mock-up criterions. And then, but then the problem is, it's all good ones, it's not bad ones. Yeah, the, where's, where's the fun in that? I mean, here's, like, a, somebody made Speed Racer. <clears throat> That's one. Some people... Like Speed Racer a lot, Some people right? Do like Speed Racer. I haven't seen it because it's the Wachowskis, and I don't support that lifestyle. But it, but of making a movie with your sibling. Oh, also won't watch the Coens. 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> the Coens have never made a good movie. Uh, you should like that one. Neither because of the Coens are faking for attention. It's before one of them was faking for... Because <laughs> before one of them decided that they weren't getting enough attention. Before uh, Joel also married Frances McDormand for attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is before, right? Before the dark days of the Wachowskis. Uh, I don't know if it is. It was like 2008. That's a... I feel like that was, a, pardon the phrase, a transition period. Yeah. Uh, I, I, 2008. It, it is before Lily for sure. Well, yeah. I don't know about if it was before. I think Lana was in the mix Hala, at that point. Lana. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, some people say it's great and, like, really underappreciated. And some people say it is overstimulating and stupid. I've seen it. I, I really couldn't tell you anything about it other than the reveal of who Speed Racer's secret brother was. Or no, okay. who, who Racer X secretly was. That's the only thing I remember. From Manscaped, uh, oh. representative who's... I, I've never said his name, and I will continue not to, because that's probably yeah. for the best. Uh, just reach out to accounting. They said the paperwork is in order now, but the way you sent the PayPals were as a money request and not an invoice. Not true. I 1,000% sent it as an invoice. I'm, I'm going to need you to resend those one more time as invoices. I That's how... Uh, as a reminder, on a step-by-step, -step, here is what accounting usually puts as a reference. Blah, blah, blah. I did that. Here's how to create an invoice. I did not, that. Not this that is exactly that, I what I, I did there. Well, I'm going to have to figure out... Seems like something his tired brain at 3 a.m. would do wrong. Going to have to figure out a way to respond to that without <laughs> yelling. Be, being polite. I don't know. Just just do it. Don't You don't need to be agitative because they suck <laughs> you yeah. can just do it so we get paid they're literally also, did you voices. hear what i said into the microphone i heard a tired brain <laughs> yeah, that's all right. some some action like i'm that. glad everyone else can hear what you didn't hear <laughs> yeah um that's now i'm i'm a I'm a little mad. Now, yeah, well, I think at this point they haven't paid us in three months, so I would think just shut up, <laughs> do it again, and let's move on. With yeah, our lives. like I'm. But what's what's annoying Ooh. is hmm? sorry, continue. <laughs> is I don't know how to do it again differently because I did it as an invoice right so i don't know how to send an invoice a different way to convince them that it's an invoice so uh we'll see here let me uh oh look when i go to click it it, it says view invoice what am i what are you turning it around Ooh, that's a, a good one a neobreen pass through that's a good one now is that Poorly made, yes. It, but is that scene not from Fateful Findings and not pass through? Or did he speak into He's... multiple microphones in front of a building in both? In both, I think. That's actually great. That's, yeah. He's got a new one coming out. Oh, look Look at this uh, thing I'm clicking on. You sent an invoice <laughs> for, <laughs> to Manscaped. View invoice. Uh, I like it so much. Wow. Look at that invoice and not a regular 
Money request. Ah, boy. Okay. Let's power through this while I'm mad. <laughs> while gritting your teeth. Yep. Mr. Lawrence, didn't like it. <laughs> Sending invoices again. Don't like it. I, 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 I'm very, very frustrated because, like, it's, it's just, it's going to be the same invoice. <sighs> anyway, another, uh, here's, here's what's fun. Uh, the, uh, I can't tell, he might have even shown up before the credits and I recognize him. Uh, this has just Takeshi in it. Not uh, pre-beat Takeshi and very pre-Takeshi Kitano. So it's fun to see Andrew's asleep. What's the matter with you? You're you're boring me. Okay, you you do the whole movie. <laughs> no, because I, I also didn't like the movie, so I don't have a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's interesting. This is right around the time he started directing stuff. Probably. I think. Yeah. I think his first movie is. Don't quote me on it because I'm gonna have to look it up. But look, I think his first movie is 1984. Okay. Maybe. Maybe a little later, actually. Maybe he was just doing acting at this point. Maybe it was 2008. Uh, no, yes, maybe it was 2008. <laughs> Fucking why all the different names? I don't know because he's a cool guy. He's a he's a he's a yakuza guy. He is a cool guy. I'll like, give him that. Uh, his first, uh, yeah, it was, his first movie was 1989. Okay, so he did Violent Cop. He did Boiling Point. He did A Scene at the Sea. Those are all things I think people within like that weird like punky kind of look visual look japan like yeah. early 90s movies were i think a lot of people like those movies but then yep. i think after that he kind of didn't do a, he uh he did the blind swordsman in the zatoichi in yeah in the early aughts yep uh that i think i've seen and it's pretty good mm -hmm. and but then yeah he didn't really do a lot yeah after that and then he just kind of was an actor in stuff yeah. What's the one? He's in Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> nice. Which is great. Um, ScarJo Ghost in the Shell? Yep. Nice. Uh, he's in something I like a lot, but I can't tell you if it's just Battle Royale or it's something else. It might just be Battle Royale. Ah, no. Well, yes. It's Battle Royale is probably the thing I'm thinking of, but also uh, he's very much in uh, Johnny Mnemonic. Which is very silly. Oh, he is. Very silly. Which I have commentated semi-recently. I've only seen it twi maybe twice in my life, but is it... Damn, what a loser. You've only seen <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic Johnny twice. Mnemonic twice? Well, damn. Yeah. Uh, he's also in Battle Royale 2, which I think uh, everyone hates. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I ever watched it, because uh, it just sounded so much worse than the first. Well, also, that's one of those things, and it's going to come up later with a, another movie we're reviewing, where they just, like, had the intellectual property, and they're like, fuck it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's just do another one. I don't see why not. Uh, yeah, okay. So, is this, so is this where the review of Mr. Lawrence starts, right here? At one hour, 18 minutes? It kind of started like 15 minutes ago, okay. but who's to say? Before the arguing over an invoice and yep. uh, poop breaks and... Okay. Lots, lots going on. Uh, so. You know what? Uh, up to you, Antifa Catboy. Your, uh, your call. Make a pick. And uh, see 
because uh, we I don't think we've tried it out yet. See if you can pin your timestamp post yourself with your newfound mod powers. Oh! Or, if you can't. We got a mod. <laughs> yeah. We got a mod Flanders. <laughs> Try not to die. R.I.P. except for not because they brought her back to life in so, previous seasons. So weird. That yeah. she was faking her death to be a lesbian or something. Yeah, why not? Something like that. Some dumb bullshit. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to, as it was starting, I was trying to figure out why Orca Bay might have picked this movie. I'm like, oh, it's a rape movie. I understand now. Good pick. Yeah, but it's a, it's a buggery movie. <laughs> so it's a it's a Japanese POW camp. Uh, I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but there, there was a uh, Second World War. Oh. And people like to make movies about it. Whether they're good or bad, doesn't matter. They just keep making just them. Just gotta keep making them. Yep. Although now I think World War One's Yeah, the, everyone's the on get, one. The big get. Yeah. I think everybody's had enough of Nazis, and now they want Friedrich Wilhelm III's. <laughs> <laughs> sure. They want uh, assassinations of Franz Ferdinand's over mm-hmm. uh, Pappy Adolf. <laughs> big, big, big Pappy. Big Pappy. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so Brit- British, I guess, there there's one Australian guy, right? I think the guy, the, the, the one that's yeah. sort of like the go-between, like the head, I don't know, they gave him a specific name, but like the head of the POWs for the British, I think it was Australian. Yeah. He was like that gingery kind of chunky guy who yeah, wore he, the who wore the, who the shorts. insisted on wearing shorts the yeah. whole time. No, he's Australian. He's Australian. He's they, u- they don't have pants. He's used to, he's used to the hot weather. Yeah. Nothing bothers him. Nope. Um, He's unstoppable. Yeah, so it's a British POW camp um, in Korea, or because there's Korean guards. Yeah, it is. In so Korea. it's got to be in Korea. Right? It's in Korea. Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, <laughs> there was some. Off, it start. It begins with some off-screen buggery. Yeah, and, which um, uh, I guess is a big taboo topic at this point in in. Cinema is that like they're like oh nobody's ever talked about all the gay sex <laughs> that happened in POW camps during World War Two, yeah. which I guess uh, was prominent. There's probably a lot. <laughs> I mean, there was probably there's got to be some. Yeah, but uh, I wouldn't. You know, as a as a straight-ish man mm-hmm. who's uh, never put his pee in a man's bee, I would imagine that being in a POW camp isn't exactly the best option you'd want to have to have secret gay sex with another man. But the, the, Can't imagine there's a ton of butt-washing going on. <laughs> True. But this first one was rape. Like, this guy... Rape well, him. yeah, but also, can you rape a gay man? Although I guess yeah, wait, he, what? he says he's not gay, so yeah, he I says guess. he's not. But also later they do say that all Englishmen are gay. <laughs> uh, that is one of my notes: is uh, all Englishmen are is queer. It, is it? And true? I was like, well, he's not wrong. Is it true that all Englishmen are homosexuals? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes sir. Yeah, what you've heard is correct. Uh, except I can't, it might have been Mr. Lawrence or someone else, but David uh, Bowie. I, it wasn't Bowie. But he's uh, Mr. Lawrence, right? No, he's not. God damn it. <laughs> uh, then why on. is he on the front of the, of the poster of the movie and the front of the Criterion? Who's to say? Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> but I did like the line, uh, uh, you woke me. I was just now riding on Marlene Dietrich's tummy. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. I li- Silly man. I, li- I like that line a lot. That was fun. <laughs> um... 
Yes. So there. Yeah. A one of the guards raped a prisoner at the beginning. Yes. And a Japanese guard raped a Dutch. Yeah, prisoner. Yeah, which and then he was in big Dutch. trouble. So weird to be in World War Two. I mean, I know they yeah. were fighting for it, the but, Commonwealth or yeah. whatever, but it's so fucking weird. But come on, what um, are you yeah. what are you doing, Netherlands? Yeah, take a neutral stance. Go back to growing your men to seven foot three, <laughs> and women, and women. Yeah, same average height for both. It's weird. The uh, yeah, so he he's in trouble, and they're. Do they eventually make him commit harakiri? They offer him the chance yeah. to do it. Oh, and he pusses out. Well, he d- he he, d- he does like a bad he, job. He does the the sword in the gut. Yeah. But before he can get his head chopped off, he yeah, like yeah. he like is sad that he's doing it and cowards out. Yeah. And then Takeshi's like, "I'm gonna." I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Get like put your head up. Don't be a bitch. I'm uh-huh. gonna do it. And then the like uh, the 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 general guy comes and is like, "What are you doing?" Well, he's like, "Oh, we're uh, we're allowing him to commit suicide because yeah. then his family gets money." But really, it's because yeah. he wanted to kill a gay man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so yeah, then Bo- Bowie shows up as the hot new POW. He, he surrenders. Yes. Uh, he's been trapped in the jungle by himself for weeks, I think he says. Yeah. And then he just like walks his way to the to a camp and says like, like hey, take up? me now. For yeah. the love of God, take me now. <laughs> maybe maybe they'll feed me here. I, I can't keep drinking my own pee. Yeah, I can only fuck so many tigers. Said nobody ever. Said nobody ever. <laughs> Is that where the last living tiger in Korea went? It got AIDS from David Bowie? <laughs> yes. It's a very sad story. Very saddest story. Saddest story. And, like, but it's funny because, like, they want to keep Bowie's presence kind of hush-hush because the implication of is if word gets out, everyone will want to fuck him. Yeah. He's, so, he's the hottest POW ever. I mean, he's not necessarily young in this movie, but he's very twinky. Yeah. And, and like, he's got, like, blue eyes and he's blonde hair. Like, he is, of all the British men there, he's number one. Sure. Of all the men there, he's, like, number four. Yeah, there's some hot Japs. There's Can some, I say that? There's some hot Japs. <laughs> and one really hot Korean guard. Yeah. Could have been in a K-pop group if it was different <laughs> times. And oh yeah, then they do the fake execution. They do the fake execution. They, they do a fake firing squad. Yeah, they like they string them up. Yeah, and then they all stand there and they shoot, and it's all fake. And, the, and, and he yeah. and he kind of has like a little bit of a breakdown. Yeah, I'm like, oh, what a bitchy move. I think a lot of that happened. Though. Yeah, oh, they like, did. I think like, there was a lot of like that's that's so oh, mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's so mean. A lot of um, emotional torture that didn't yeah. actually do anything. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, oh, that one of the guard. I don't know if it was. I don't think it. No, it wasn't Takeshi. It was the. It was the sort of head like guard who still thought he was a samurai. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I said uh, it's so cute that you remember uh, Japanese military dates from 1936 because uh, those are going to be supplanted by new dates in a couple of years. Yep. Now. 1936 is not going to seem so bad because I guess some shit happened in China in Manchuria. I guess yeah, yeah. the Manchuria, Manchuria stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but I'm like, oh, that which that to is... them was like a huge yeah, success, right? That... You literally no, it, like, but I think there was like one bad thing that happened to Japan in 1936 that the guy was referencing, and he's like, oh, this was so terrible. I'm like, oh, it. Uh, I'd love to tell you it gets better, but uh, it's uh, it's going to take one more dip uh, in the in the 40s, pal. I uh, I regret to inform you. And uh, then one of the other guards uh, tries to kill David Bowie because he was too hot. Well, what are you going to do? Let him stay around being like, hot? Like, you think we're joking about the plot? That's actually the plot. It's, yeah, like, I mean, it kind of is. He's yeah. dr- Bowie is driving the guards mad with his hotness. Too sexy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my next... I, I think the same guard who tried to kill Bowie and failed uh, then killed himself. And I'm like, holy shit. Japanese people love killing themselves i respect that yeah yeah well it's a it's a very uh old tiny way of not giving your family shame but like do you think your family would rather you kill yourself so they're not shamed or i don't know or you're al- return home alive and a little <laughs> bit of shame <shamed>. yeah <laughs> like like don't you think your children would like to have a father or mm. would you rather kill yourself so you don't have to raise your children <laughs> you know what i've come around to this argument i'd kill myself so yeah. i have to raise my own children right yeah yeah i can't i can't wait to build up the courage to kill myself yeah I hope it's sooner rather later. Uh, then uh, I think Bowie and uh, Mr. Lawrence are... Uh, Wait, Bowie's not Mr. Lawrence? I, I, it's crazy. I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, they're on... They, they're both in trouble, and they're both like on opposite sides of a fence in like a, a prisoner pen. Prisoner pen. <laughs> a tiger pen, I think he says, doesn't he? Oh, it? yeah, I guess it is a tiger pen. It's a tiger pen. pen. And, uh, and Bowie's like... Which, uh, P.S., you can't cock tease us with the words tiger true, pen true. and then you haven't caught a tiger yeah throw bowie in there with a tiger let's see yeah. what happens great he'll he's probably gonna, he's gonna, gonna get aids he's again. gonna give it aids <laughs> yeah. uh and he's get... like reminiscing about some girl he fucked back in the day sure oh yeah sure david sure david I, I, a woman <laughs> i said and not and not mick jagger <laughs> drew <laughs> that's what i fucking wrote <laughs> Uh, Here is my great, line. Great minds think alike, Scott. Who's the girl you're thinking of, Jack? Oh, Mick Jagger. Jagger. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, okay, then they, they do... They had so much gay sex with each other. <laughs> the most. The most. No so, one has... No two straight men have had more gay sex in their lives than David Bowie and Mick Jagger. Uh, what about... You. Me. <laughs> but also, what about Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando? Or do they just have uh, one, one beautiful night together? I think only Marlon Brando was gay. Okay. Because... Pryor just got roped Pri- Pryor was doing doing it. Sure. So... He was the Joseph Gordon-Levitt in Mysterious correct, Skin. Correct. He, yeah. he's, the, he's the alpha top who just... <laughs> sex is sex. Sex is sex. And I think Bowie and Jagger were flip-flopping, and that makes them both gay. I, I love Bowie and Jagger both being verse. I think so. I, yeah. if, if I looked at both of them... It's hard to make a call. I would be like... Eh, both yeah yeah you're both bottoms and ins, tops. ins and outs yeah i think i think they're mixing and ju- juking and jiving yeah <laughs> i i agree uh so then we get a long portion of the movie is a bowie flashback yeah to being a, a weird little boy well i, I said uh, what age is 36 year old david bowie supposed to be playing in this flashback 17 yeah and his brother is his little brother is like 10 yeah 
And the seven and, and it's eighteen twenty or something. Uh, I, yeah, th- it is a baffling flashback. Yeah. So like, yeah. So the cr- actual David Bowie is playing his younger self, yes. like still in high school. Yeah, even though he's thirty six well, in real life, well, looking exactly the same. Looked, age. Yeah, they, like, didn't they, even, they, did, they did nothing to make zero him look attempt younger. to age him down. Uh, then his little brother is like even considerably younger than him for a little brother. Even if Bowie's yes. character is yeah, yes. they're like seventeen and ten. And the seventeen-year-olds at school are doing like an initiation hazing on the ten-year-olds. Yeah, and the ten-year-old is a and his Which, ten-year-old brother is a hunchback, but also can hide it very easily. Yep. So, so many questions about the yep. flashback, and and the hazing of the ten-year-old boys is a uh, very homoerotic. Oh yeah, yeah. Strip them down, put them in a. Uh, like a sandbox, or yeah. I don't even know what the hell it was, and then like uh, torment them. I don't know. It was yeah. very, very homoerotic. Uh, yeah, and and he was like terrified of them finding out he was a hunchback, which is like when when I say hunchback, you think Quasimodo. Yes, like he had I don't know mild scoliosis, like the mildest, like, like it, barely like, noticeable. If he's wearing his school blazer, you can't C- can't tell. tell, can't tell. So. Yeah. <laughs> Just ba- whole thing was baffling. Yeah, it just, it's just it's just giving us character backstory on Bowie and how he didn't like stop them hazing his brother, and he always felt guilty. And also, the it. other seventeen-year-olds that are hazing them look like they're fourteen years old. Yeah, and he's thirty-six. Yeah, like years he could have even as gay as he is, <laughs> he could have gone in there and kicked all of their asses at once. Who's the toughest gay man? Ooh, oh, toughest open gay man. Oh. Not secret, because there's a lot of tough secrets. I was going to say me. <laughs> uh, toughest uh, open gay. Tim oh, Dillon. Oh, oh, oh. This guy, this guy uh, pretends to be straight, but he's really gay. Me! Me! <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a Latin pop star. I'm a Latin pop star. <laughs> he bangs, he bangs. Oh, Ricky oh, Martin. Ricky Martin. I wrote that one. <laughs> it's so good. Me! Me! Uh, Todd Glass. Ooh. Maybe Todd. Todd Glass or Tim Dillon? Like, it, it's gotta be... Who's Tim Dillon? The b- b- big big fat comedian. He's uh, he's friends with Town guys. Uh, very much like Todd Glass. Doesn't read... I didn't know he was gay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. O- openly gay. Doesn't look like it. Doesn't read that way, but definitely takes dick. And good Is... for him. Okay, cool. Good for but, him. Uh, yeah, it, I think the toughest gay guys are... Uh, gay comedians who don't seem gay. Who used to be straight. Yeah, Todd, Todd, well, Todd Glass was like classic closet guy for yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. I think Tim Dillon's always been, I think he's always been open at least like since he started performing, but uh, you wouldn't know it to see or hear him unless he's specifically talking about doing gay things. I'm just going to Google search uh, toughest gay men. <laughs> uh, and it says, what's, what's your answer? Duke Hudson. No, oh, I uh, guess there's open. a openly gay strongman named Rob Kearney, who is who's li- literally his nickname for himself is the world's strongest gay. That's cool. I yeah, like that. So I, I guess it's him. But could he beat Todd Glass in a fight? I don't know. Todd's got Todd's. He's yeah. he's kind of beefy. He's kind of a beefcake. <laughs> what about uh, oh Dwight Howard? <laughs> oh, you said out. You said out, not secret magic johnson if we're staying on the basketball <laughs> no scott he's so straight that he got 
AIDS from women. He's so straight. Oh, so statistically, he had to have sex with 1.3 billion women yes. in order to get it. 1.3 billion HIV positive yeah. women <laughs> to get AIDS. But it happened. Correct. Correct. All right. Yeah, 100%. And also, he never got sick. He, he never got sick. He's not, he's not even sick now. Didn't lose a pound. He, he's, he's healthier now than he was when he was playing in the NBA. True. Uh, controversial question. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm immediately regretting it, but we've come this far. Is his son like that? <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> is that God's punishment? Is that what you're asking me? Are you asking me if God punished Magic Johnson? I don't really know what my question is beyond is his son like that because there's there's no there's there's no good way to end the sentence. <laughs> yes. Anyway, ap- apologies. A hundred percent. Yes. Apologies to Irv Junior. Irv Irv Junior. <laughs> Who, I don't know, I think he goes by, like, Kiki now or something. I don't know, sure. Yeah. Coco, Kiki, <laughs> Odyssey Jones. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Oh, so then, uh, so, why is why does Mr. Lawrence sort of go on trial? Because that's where, that's where Beat says the line for the first of two times. And, um, and actually, doesn't, he, he doesn't say it properly till the end. I believe this one, because he's, like, he's the judge in like a tribunal, and, uh, and he's super drunk because it's Christmas, and he, uh, and he lets him off or whatever, and he says, Merry Christmas, Lawrence. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not quite the title. A little bit more. A little more. Just say a little more. Yeah. Uh, why? Uh, why does he? Was it Bowie tr- related? Has Has Bowie been buried yet? No, that's like right. That's towards right near the, the end, end, right? Yeah. Uh oh, because he well, because he um, he, they put Mr. Lawrence like they hang him up in the square. Yeah. Oh, was, and was he, it for sneaking on the radio or whatever? Oh, it might have been for the radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember, they go in, they're all singing. Yeah. And he comes in and he's like mad they have the radio because they're they're not supposed to have the radio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And then they put Mr. Lawrence, like, they hang him up. Yeah. And then uh, Bowie goes and rescues him, but but he gets caught. Yeah. Right? And then that's when they do all the weird torture shit to him. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, at the, at the official tribunal or whatever, uh, beats uh, officiating and is super drunk. He's like, ah, you're good, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and then, yeah, then then we get to the 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 samurai man, <laughs> Yonoi, y- Yonoi, yeah, y- Yonoi, Yonoi. Uh, yeah, I think Yonoi uh, calls out every single prisoner, like to. Come, come out of the camps onto the big field, yeah. including the ones who are like very badly injured yeah. and, uh, and can't travel. Yeah. And and people are like, hey, what about the ones that uh, that can't walk and are very sick? He's like, everyone. And then the sickest, their asses out the sickest one comes out and immediately dies. <laughs> well, it's because you brought him out. And then uh, and, he died of exposure. And and uh, Bowie's pissed. And he, he goes up to goes up to our samurai friend. And, and and gives him little kisses and makes him faint. Uh, he tur- he, like because he just got kissed by the handsomest he man. On, in the, he he in on the, the spot camp. on the spot turned him gay. Yeah, so he will undoubtedly need to kill himself. J- later. Just like putting on a pride jersey makes you. 
<laughs> yep. And uh, and then as punishment, he is uh, buried up to the neck and left there until he fucking straight up dies. Yep. But not before our samurai friend uh, comes back and cuts off a little lock Takes of his lock hair it. like a total creep. So he can <sighs> sniff it forever. And put it in his pocket. There is no one that David Bowie can't turn gay in this movie. No, I agree. It's crazy. <laughs> he, he, the, only, the only one that doesn't end up gay at the end is Mr. Lawrence. Uh, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence uh, holds fast. Yeah. And uh, and good for him. Uh, yeah, so... Th- th- uh, yeah, so Bowie literally dies of exposure. Yeah. And uh, then we cut to uh, just post-war. Yeah. Uh, tables have turned. Uh, Beat is a uh, prisoner now, because uh, the U.S. has taken over all the camps and whatnot. Hot Any up. stuff I've missed that... His name is Hot And no, he, you have not. Yeah. And uh, yes, and they uh, they sort of make up. Uh, Beat says the <laughs> they line, sort of make out. <laughs> Beat says the line properly. Yeah, and it uh, it was I I I I emotionally connected with not really any of this movie until the very end, and then like that end scene with with them there. I'm like, oh, that was that was nice. Yep. Uh, here's all the things I have. Uh, Yonoi, the samurai, yep. uh, is Ryuichi Sakamoto, who in Japan is like a rock Big, star. Yeah. Like a rock star like Bowie in Japan. Okay. Uh, what if I told you that not only, for real? not only has he been nominated for, but has won an Academy Award. Oh. Uh, for Zatoichi, the Blind Swordsman? Best Music and Original Score for The Last Emperor. Oh, cool. Uh, he also only agreed to do this movie if he could do the score and soundtrack. He then did that. Then when the movie came out and he saw the movie, he was like, oh, I'm a terrible actor. I'm never acting again. <laughs> <laughs> like, he hated his role in this movie. I think I heard or saw, saw yeah. that somewhere. However, score and soundtrack, great. Very good. Really good. Very good. Yeah, I yeah. liked it a lot. D- I, d- I don't know that it necessarily fit a World War II movie. I don't know if it did, but I but liked it was the music. Because it was very 80s. Yeah, but it, 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 was, it was, was very 80s. It was very good. It was yeah. very synthy at times. Yeah. But uh, it was very, very good. Um... But yeah, he like he's he's straight up like a musician. He's not an actor. Okay. Uh, he hated his <laughs> role. Uh, he did the original score as well for uh, the Revenant. Oh, interesting. When uh, he won, that was also a good. Movie. And he won a BAFTA mm. for this movie for best score. Okay. Uh, and then he was also nominated for the Last Emperor and the Revenant for BAFTAs. But he, yeah, he won. An, he's an Academy Award winner in 1988 for the Last Emperor. That's pretty good. Does Bowie have any, like, music-related Academy Awards or nominations? That, sir, is an interesting question. It is, right? David Bowie has been nominated for zero Academy Awards. Uh, He's been nominated for one BAFTA for uh, Best Original Television Music. That's not even... Get out of here. uh, He was nominated for an Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror for his role in The Man Who Fell to Earth, which is just his fucking yeah. Ziggy Stardust bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's... Uh, he's been, he, he won a Daytime Emmy Award. Okay. Uh, he was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Original Song Motion Picture for Cat People. I mean, um, good song, good movie. Whoa! 
He did that. Okay, well, now I want to hear the song again because I'm sure I've heard it, but I've probably forgotten about it because Cat People's eh, not really that good. Um, The song was Putting Out Fire, I I assume? uh, It's the theme song, so whatever the theme song is for the movie. He did it with Giorgio Marauder. Oh, sick. That's I mean, he did... Everything. Everything. I know, but a, but a Bowie Marauder <laughs> that thing is, cool. is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, then I get. I want to read off my. my... Every uh, every wrestling fan knows Giorgio Marauder, where, whether they know they know yeah. him or not, because he did the Midnight Express theme. That is uh that is from the movie Midnight Express. What? That is one of the most terrifying things that have ever happened to me. Is uh having a nightmare about going to a Turkish prison where I fall in love with a Swedish man and then get sexually assaulted. True. That that movie is the uh, the fucking um, cable guy, the O'Billy. Oh, <laughs> that's what that movie is. Ah, that's, that's right. What it's that's actually right. That's right. Um, so here, here's my letterbox review for this movie because uh, I like to give the work to you instead of having you go to letterbox and follow me and then read it yourself. Uh, I wrote, isn't this supposed to be somewhat well-known piece of queer cinema? Well, what was so gay about it that off-screen soldiers might have done some buggery? Uh, but, I mean, clearly, you need to rewatch this movie because Bowie turns everyone gay. I guess. Uh, so Bowie is a terrible actor, and I'm pretty sure he looked directly at the camera like ten times. Couple times, yeah. Uh, outside of the pretty good score done by actor and Academy Award-winning composer Ray, uh, Ryuichi Sakamoto, is incredibly boring, <laughs> slow-paced, and full of some of the fakest-looking, struggling to get free slash fighting off my oppressors acting in movie history. Mm. There is one kind of like tussle, <laughs> sort of towards the end. That like the the punches are so telegraphed and the grappling to the ground is so like I don't want to get hurt and I don't want to hurt you so let's just yeah. hug well, and go it's down. It's just a bunch of Fey English and Japanese. Yeah, it's people, a bunch of si- silly. None of whom have been in a fight before, let alone seen a fight. Yes. Uh, I guess if you're a fan of on-screen Harakiri, then yep. you'll like this one because there's six or seven of them. For sure. Uh, overhyped because of the source material and Bowie being attached. For I sure. gave it two stars, and it is a 3.9. Hmm. Then that led, me to, like it. that led me to think, what are other movies that I have a discrepancy in rating? Mm. I mean, there's going to be a lot that like are rated low and I rated way higher. Mm-hmm. But I want to know. I want to know the other way around. I want to yeah. know like what do people like, and I've given a very low rating to. Yeah. Um, I think the only one that, that comes to mind right off the top. I got to see what it is. Uh, but is fear, fear and loathing. Uh, I really do not like as a movie at all. I think it's a really terrible and unwatchable. I like it. Uh, it's a 3.7, and I gave it half. I'd give it a 3.7. So that that's the only one that I can really think of, like, right off the top of my head. So it's it's a 1 out of 10 for you, is that? It is a 1 oh, out of 10 you, for you me. You hate it. I hate it. Okay. I think it's unwatchable. Fair. Uh, I like all of his other movies. I just don't like that one. Johnny Depp? Uh, Terry Gilliam. You like every other Johnny Depp movie? I like some Johnny Depp movies. I'm not going to say a lot, but I like some. Alice in Wonderland 2? Uh, it's got a name, Scott. Through the Looking Glass? That's nice. Alice, Alice Through the Looking Glass. Fucking nailed it. Yes! It's just called Alice Through the Looking Glass, so it's not Alice in Wonderland. I know! Okay, fine, whatever. Shut up. Kill yourself. <laughs> uh, Lone Ranger, that's a good that's one. That's a good one. <laughs> Big money maker. Cry Baby, also a good one. Mm-hmm. It's not. 
Um, anyways, we're not doing the Johnny Depp podcast here. We're doing the uh, All Request Live Spectacular. So let's go from Merry well, Christmas, Well, from Merry Mr. Christmas, Lawrence. Mr. Lawrence, to Happy Birthday, Bunnykins. I didn't even look it up. W- wishing people various things, be they Christmases or birthdays. So this comes to us from Tommy. Uh, 1996's uh, animated short, Happy Birthday, Bunnykins. Uh uh, she says... She's like 1996? 1996. I would, I would have said this is 1981. 81. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, England a bit behind the times. Yeah. It, I think it's English and not Australian. But I'm not uh, positive. Keep going. I'll look it up. Uh, so she says, I uh, used to watch this so much when I was like three or four, maybe five. And also maybe the age I am now. Haha. <laughs> uh, but found uh, the VHS a few days ago and uh, watched it again. So that's why this is in the mix here. I believe, uh, here's a fun fact you don't need to look up. I believe this is the first cartoon based on plates. When I saw it in the credits, I'm like, wait, what? It's... It, the the property of Bunnykins is based on Bunnykins China by Roald Dalton. Yeah, yeah. So I can't imagine there have been a lot of. Uh, oh, that's we, British, by the way. We need to adapt <laughs> this this flatware. I, I guess you make flatware with kind of adorable characters, and then like, you hey. make it into a property. Yeah, I, I think normally it goes the other way. I think normally you put existing Usually. properties on plates and stuff, but this went the other way, and I uh, I respect that. Not always, but usually we get a uh, we get a hopping mad reference very early in the uh, in the mix, and I uh, I approve of that. Uh, so. Yeah, so the, the basic deal is uh, it's Bunnykins' birthday coming William up. William Bunnykins. William Bunnykins' birthday, and uh, he's super psyched about it. And uh, his dad is like a band leader or in, yep. a, in a band. In a band. Uh, like a marching band like yeah. type band, not a rock and, rock and or roll rock band. Rock and or roll. Um and there was some uh, instrument playing in the house at the beginning, and uh, some some comical thing where like Jam got in the horn of the trumpet, and I said, "Well, I, I assume that's Jam coming out of the trumpet, but it looked like Menstrual Blood, which I, I assume was not the implication, but uh, but who's to say? Who's to say? Um, so he's inviting people to his birthday, and I really liked that they went against." Uh, they went against type on this because he uh, he he goes to invite like the the rich uh, like n- not well liked bunny um, and it, it, you sort of assume he's going to be like a, a prissy rich rich kid like a prissy nerdy rich kid and that's why people don't like him but turns out he's actually like a cool bully <laughs> he's like no one wants to come to your sissy birthday party bunny kid I'm like yes. Uh, there's, so there's nothing not to like about this uh, apparent antagonist. Yep. Uh, rich, cool, mean to nerds. <laughs> like, yeah. What? What? <laughs> Checking every box. Speaks to me. Yeah, loved him. Um, but then the uh, the conflict of of the cartoon is uh, that it is the his hometown town's five hundredth birthday. Uh, hey, we'll have some of those on, in Canada in uh, 350 <laughs> plus more years. Yeah. We're getting there. We're a young country. Uh, I mean, West Coast. Yeah, West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. We, when was Vancouver founded? Like 1978? Uh, 2004. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I wrote, oh, sick, we can commit regicide on our town's 500th birthday because the queen is coming to town. Queen Sophie. Queen Sophie is coming to town for the uh, to celebrate the 500th birthday, which is uh, fucking up uh, Bunnykins' plans because there's a big parade and everyone's going to that. Well, and, uh, are you going to go to the nerd bunny's birthday or are you going to go to the parade? Now, I, I secret third option. You wait till everybody goes to the parade and you rob their houses. <laughs> Um, I wrote it down. I don't remember if it paid off because uh, he's mentioning friends he invited, and he mentioned a friend named Stinky. And I, I said, I hope we meet this. We better meet this friend named Stinky. I don't know if we actually. I think do. we did. I think at one point we saw does Stinky. He, does he stink? Is he a bunny? Is he a skunk? He's, he's a bunny. I think everybody's bunny. I guess they're all bunnies. There's no. There's no. Yeah, this isn't like a Zootopia situation <laughs> where everybody's intermingling. True. As it's Zootopia as God intended. Yeah. Yeah, God, Keep, keeping all of them separate. God's favorite Zootopia. <laughs> um, and what do we have? Oh, uh, oh, th there's an implication uh, as it goes on that Bunnykins is like a lower class last name. <laughs> I, I think from the rich. I think well, from the rich bunny kid. In it. I, I was gonna say I I don't know why it is, but I like that it is. I'm like that's a poor last name. Like rabbit is the rich person Maybe. name, and then bunny is the yeah. Mm. And uh, and yeah, only and, brown bunnies have bunnykins <laughs> as their last name. And then like and, and as it goes on, like bunnykins is like pissed and jealous and and put yeah. off and everything. And like it seemed at a point. And I know this is uh, just a fun little cartoon short for young children, but it really seemed like at a point he might kill the queen <laughs> or at least the rich kid. <laughs> or, uh, uh, yeah, or like do some domestic terrorism. Yeah. 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 yeah like blow up the parade. Blow up the parade. Yeah. Or, or JFK the queen or something. And by that, I mean uh, dress up as Marilyn Monroe <laughs> and give him a case of syphilis so bad that it blows out the back of his head. <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel like I brought up a fair point here. Um, how about move your birthday party to tomorrow, dumb fuck? Yeah, how about don't be such a baby about it and it's just one have day. a different day? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um... Okay, th then th th the parade happens and, and it all ends up fine. Uh, the uh, he nor anyone else ever like, and he he meets the queen through happenstance uh, during the parade, and he nor anyone else ever told the queen it was his birthday, nope. but she knew. She knows. She knows everything. She's queen. I was gonna say, is the queen magic? Well. I don't want to say yes for sure, but but yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe she's a good leader who knows all of her town folks' birthdays, <laughs> every single one of them. I mean, that's a good. Queen. Maybe she got a flyer for his birthday. That's a that's a good. I mean, you know, maybe she did. That's a that's a good monarch. Uh, and then there's like a weird like very romantic scene with him and the queen. Like after she tells him happy, I'm like, is is he gonna fuck? the queen is this boy well i mean he's gonna fuck the queen by bunny standards he's in his sexual maturity true like they can they can fuck it like six months they can fuck young <laughs> <laughs> you started it don't i'm not the monster here get out of here are you good uh, <laughs> i 
I don't like how fast you said that, <laughs> and and how like confidently you said that. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, they 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 go they start early. They start early. I mean, their lifespan's not very long. Yeah. You get, so you get in while the getting's good. I don't like how all cartoon animals in like the history of cinema, uh, like don't fuck. Yeah. Like that's all animals do, especially bunnies. Yes. Is just make more. Yeah. Pigs, hogs, thick hogs. There's gonna be some thick hog, thick hogs mentioned later. Yep. Uh, Crank them out. Crank. Yeah. Just like nonstop. Yeah. Like if you once you introduce bunnies, wild boars, or toads into your community. <laughs> You can never get rid of them. Sex fest. Never get rid of them. No. They breed so fast that even if you wanted to kill them off, even you if you round, even if you put them all on trains and rounded up six million of them, you like could not kill them fast. That seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot. Could you you couldn't even kill any dogs if you wanted to. No. <laughs> but you're you're not gonna do it. You're never nope. you're never gonna outpace Here, here's my cry. The fucking my cry for everyone listening. Go. Round up all the toads in your town. Yeah. Put them on a on a train and let's get them out of here. Yeah, but and you and you still you'll never stop. Ne- ne- next day, just as many toes. Yeah, down. it's like you. It's like your whole Holocaust was for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if you should have said that. But all right. What did you, at the end of the day? What did you even accomplish? They're still around. <laughs> <laughs> There's still too many. What am I doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go to jail. <laughs> um. So yeah. So then, then he uh, he gets his dad gives him the drum he <laughs> he wanted for his birthday that the rich kid bought. But the dad's a music guy, and he gave him his old drum, and uh, everyone's happy. And Bunnykin stops being a bitch by the end of it. And I don't know. I guess maybe he has his birthday party tomorrow, like I suggested in the first place. Yep, coward, coward. Happy birthday, Bunnykin, nineteen ninety six. Yeah, or nineteen eighty one, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I guess it is a, a VHS rip of it. Yeah, but it still also doesn't look like nineteen ninety six. Now. Speaking of fucking young, <laughs> Leon. Are you saying the professional? Fucking young or being young? Having sexual intercourse right, at an listen. early I'm, I'm age. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Leon the Professional, 1994, brought to us by Zachary K. Uh, this is my favorite movie and so favorite. Uh, so favorite, uh, as you say in English. It's so favorite. I'm. Uh, I'm going to. That's piss- so favorite. <laughs> I'm going to piss about it for a minute while you start it off. Oh, you're literally going to go piss about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna piss and about by it. piss about it, I mean you're going to go touch yourself look, in the bath. It will involve my penis. <laughs> Let's call it piss. Okay. Uh, so, Leon the Professional is directed by uh, a director I love, and I think Scott also loves, even though he's had some hits and misses lately. Um, Luc Besson. So, this is the... As I adjust myself uh, and make noises. Uh, So, Leon the Professional. He... uh, (laughs) See, I don't like having to type things up when other people aren't in the room, because then there's silence. So, uh, Luc Besson. Uh, He has a thing he likes... And he likes uh, younger women doing things because all of his movies are about uh, like young female assassins or younger women 
fighting against like a group of bad guys. Uh, he's on, I don't know, La Femme Nikita and Anna and another movie all involving young female assassins because he knows what sells and that's underage girls. Thank heaven for little girls. Although I don't think that any of that, like La Femme Nikita and Anna and those things aren't underage, but they're barely legal. And I would that's describe what most Luke of his Besson movies likes. as barely legal, except this one, which is not legal. Not legal. Uh, so I love the gall of Natalie Portman telling people she's 18 in this movie. She's 12. I think Uh, she's actually canonically 12. I think canonically she's 12. She was born on... She was born on June 9th, 1981 in Jerusalem. Hmm. Uh, And... uh, You see, what did... What did we even do? A billion dollars if you could tell me what her real last name is. Ooh. Port... uh, Port... Oh. (laughs) Port Manischewitz. (laughs) Ha! That's pretty good. I, I, so. I wish that was it. Uh, Herschlog. Nice. I can't name. believe she didn't keep uh, that. Both of her parents are uh, Ashkenazi. The Herschlogs? The Herschlogs. Nice. Or Ashkenazi. And she uh, moved from, from her family, with her family from Israel to Washington, D.C. when she was very young. Yeah. Uh, so 1981 and this movie is 1994. Yep. Yeah, definitely so 18. So probably around 12 when it was filmed. Definitely 18. Definitely 18. Uh, but, like, her character isn't supposed to no. be 18. No, her character she, is supposed to she, be she, 12. She's a liar and tells anyone who asks Correct. she's 18. Correct. But she's she's a little girl. Um, would you like to ask the question on air that you asked me? In... Well, it's in my notes, so let's wait till we get okay, to it. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, uh, one, one interesting piece of, of trivia that I have for this mm-hmm. is that, according to Jean Renault. Uh, he decided to play Leon as if he were a little mentally slow. So even though I think that's how Jarno plays, every even role. though he's a professional assassin that is unstoppable, yeah, he's, he's also, also a little retarded. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice mix. I like it. It's I like a, the idea. It's a yin and a yang. Well, because you see so many just like. Stone, super cool stone cold killers or just like smooth like 10 steps ahead and i feel like in the movie he's just constantly having to other than the opening scene which we'll get to yeah. uh like constantly just like adjusting to the situation yeah and, so like yeah he's quick on his feet but he's not like, the sexual advances of a small child yeah, this movie really, really wants you to think that this 12-year-old girl and this I mean, 39-year-old man yeah. are gonna bang. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very much. Very much so. Uh, my first note is uh, that we get to see the fattest pig. Uh, not the fattest pig of the episode, but a very no. fat pig. Uh, he's like a, a drug kingpin sort of yeah and uh he's uh, takes his shirt off and you get to see his big old fat tits yep and he's having sex with ahua and then th- this so this scene is incredible th- yep. this opening action sequence and like introduction to leon the character is so fucking rad there there are things in this movie that made me say, there's no way Luc Besson directed this. Because <laughs> my first note is, ah, back when Luc Besson didn't make exclusively terrible sci-fi movies. Um, yes, well, I mean, he he's made a lot of the same, like, uh, 
Oh, yeah, like I said, female assassin yeah, movies. He did a Nikita and then an Anna. Uh, he did I, a Fifth Element and then a Valerian. I think he's done a third. He did Lucy as well. Of course he did. Uh, I think he did maybe do something else. It's like along those lines. Like, uh, let me let me look. He did. He did. He Lefemme. did Anna. He did Lucy. He yeah. did. Uh, he did the family, which was the Robert De Niro, Michelle oh. Pfeiffer moving to France because they are former mafia and they want to retire. Right. But then they can never get out. And I think the daughter does a lot of like badassery in that movie. Tight. Um, then he did the Messenger story of Joan of Arc. Sorry about all the rape. Uh, if you're me, uh, Nikita. Yeah, okay, maybe, maybe that's it. But then also, he directed a series of animated kids movies called Arthur and the Invisibles, which is very silly. I, th- I think there was a movie of that? Yeah, he directed them. Okay. The, the, the animated movies of them. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, th- I, th- I thought you said shorts. I'm like, I oh, think sorry. there's also a he, feature a length. A series of Arthur and the Invisible Movies. Okay. So he does vi- violent gang movie, like yeah. violent uh, gangstery type movies, yeah. assassin type movies. Sci-fi bullshit. Sci-fi bullshit and kids animated movies. Those yeah. are his three things. Nice. Um, I think for the most part, I like, I mean, Valerian's a fucking mess. Yeah. Um, but Valerian I- is what if uh, the fifth element had sex with Jupiter Ascending, and they had a worse baby. What if The Fifth Element was written by a woman, and directed by a woman, (laughs) and starred two of the worst actors in Hollywood, and they took all of the CGI that they put back into, or that they added onto the original Star Wars franchise. <laughs> That's what Valyrian is. The special is. edition special CGI. Special edition CGI. Where you got, like, uh, Pizza the Hut. Yeah, they just stick him in places because it's he's fun. He's there. Yeah. He's, like, walking around like he was actually Yeah, he was actually there the whole time. P.S. I'm sad that you didn't like my Pizza the Hut reference, but whatever. I, it's fun. Uh, because Star Wars is just unfunny it's just space unfunny balls. space balls. Um, yeah, I think I, I like most of his work. Also, like, Spaceballs is sometimes on Funny Spaceballs. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Um, I don't think it's Peak Brooks. It's not Peak Brooks at all. It, it's very much like Cash Grab Brooks, Yeah, I think. Um, so, anyways, the opening scene. So now this, this crime boss guy is in like his, his apartment with all of his like cronies around, and they're, uh, he's there to fuck a hua. Mm-hmm. And Leon shows up. And it's just a series of, like, really, really cool Leon taking out, like, one or two guys at a time. But there's, like... Yeah. There's the one guy who's outside the apartment in the stairwell, and he hears a noise, a whistling, so he leans his head, like, over the side of the balcony, and Leon throws, like, I think he throws a shirt or a towel or a bed sheet up around the guy's head, and then just yanks him, and the guy falls all the way down the stairwell, which is awesome. Uh, Yeah, sorry, maybe maybe it's not the towel, because that's later when he hangs the guy. Yes. I think he just grabs the guy by the neck or shirt and drags him, throws him down. Then uh, like the other guys hear the no the, like the noise and then somebody comes out they have video surveillance surveillance footage like of the whole apartment so you uh, some of it is him in the act but some of it is just like the video footage so there's a guy in the hallway that Leon drops like like from the uh 
the paneling of like the air ducts or whatever and then he drops down like a sheet around the guy's head twists it and yanks him up and hangs him by a sheet <laughs> yep. on the video camera Pretty um then you have he then when they sort of realize something's going on and he gets outside the apartment onto like the balcony and then the two guys go out to check on it then the security mm-hmm. um there's like a metal uh like I don't know, like a like a blind metal blinds that drop down that are supposed to like I guess protect you from yeah. the outside, like gunfire or whatever. And he ends up um, they, they he he ends up outside with them, and there's like a gunfight. He kills both of them. Then the big fat boss sees that, walks into the room, and John Renault is like peeking through one of the gun holes. Yep. Then he just uh, pulls out like a fucking Uzi mm-hmm. and just like uncontrolled, just like <laughs> splatters everywhere. And yep. he's putting all these holes through the uh, through the security guard, the security blinds and whatever. And then just that whole thing looks really cool, yep. like all the light appearing as he's blasting holes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. He, he like he thinks he's got him, and he's standing in front of like like a I guess like sort of maybe a doorway or like a second hallway, yeah. And it's completely dark, and just very slowly you see uh, Leon's face appear, and then a knife appear, and the knife goes around the guy's neck because he's trying to call the police, yeah. And then he he tells him he'll call them back. He hangs up the phone. Then Renault threatens him. He tells him like there's there's drugs over there. Just take it. It's all yours. Yeah. And he says like you're gonna get the fuck out of town. Like because another crime boss wants him wants yeah. him to leave. And the end of that scene is so fucking cool because Leon very slowly all of his upper body, his face, everything disappears into the dark. Yeah. And then very very slowly the knife like slides off his neck and just disappears into the <laughs> darkness and then he's gone. Yeah. Like and and like, there's the, the, so many good shots. The of visual this. of it is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Say, say what you will about Basson's like movie making, no, like, but he's good is... at shots. He's good at visual stuff, yeah. unless it's Valerian. But yeah. everything else has like cool shots because even like Lucy and Anna, like they all have those cool, like visual kind of like st- stunt yeah. work, but with lighting and like yeah, he's he's very very good at that. He's just not good at making bad Star Wars with horrible actors <laughs> and bad CGI. Um, so he's like a loner who lives alone in his apartment. He always buys, like he, he's obsessed with drinking milk, which is very silly. I wrote a milk guy. I like it. But you're not a, you're not a milk guy. I'm very much a milk no, guy. No, you're not a milk guy. What are you talking you about? You hate milk. I love milk. No. Cat, cats are lactose intolerant. You're not allowed to have milk, Scott. But I like it. But at first, I thought I, I, in my head, I thought, "Oh, he's buying the milk because he has a cat." No, I don't know why I thought he had a cat. But then I'm like, "Oh, I think I, I think I made the plant a cat." Even though I also knew about <laughs> the plant, I thought it was both. The plant is a cat now. Yeah, but so yeah, he's, he's a loner. He lives in this apartment. He always buys two one liter cartons of milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when he's going back to his apartment, uh, the Maybe the hottest child ever. <laughs> I sure would like to fuck that Natalie Port. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, she's the hottest child. I, I'm gonna like, say this, and, say I'm, and I'm gonna take the consequences of whatever comes back to haunt me in my later years when I try to run for political office. Mm-hmm. But she you may is, never be alderman. She is so attractive. <laughs> 
I like because you know what she looks like as an adult. Yeah. So you're like, wow, like you didn't, you have not. This aged works great from night from 1994 to 2023. Yeah. You've barely aged. Yeah. Like, sure, she looks a little older. She looks but, amazing. Like, you see her now, and you're like, you're the same thing. Yeah. You could be 12 year old you in in Leon right now. Yeah. You could play Princess Amadala right now. Is that what it is, Amadala? Is it? I don't know. I, it's Star Wars. I'm you love sh- Star Wars. I don't Wars. Fuck about Star you Wars. You love Star Wars as much as I love milk. <laughs> so I love Star Wars. Yes. And then it, it makes me shit. <laughs> Doesn't make me shit. Cats are lactose intolerant, Scott. We can They're have supposed to drink milk as a treat. And by a bit, I mean probably a, about a little sip. About four liters a week. I do about a gallon a week. <laughs> a gallon a week. I'm not joking. I know. Yeah. Who? Who's the milk? Is that in the Wolf Pack? Oh, where one of them just like drinks so much milk. milk. <laughs> Might be the. Wolf I think pack. it's the wolf pack. Yeah. Anyways, uh, wolf. He can drink them. Well, he's not a real wolf. Um, True. So yeah, so she lives in the apartment. She lives like in the the room, the apartment next to him. Yeah. And they have a weird, weird conversation where she's kind of creepy. <laughs> Like yeah, she's smoking. Just, uh, yeah, she's yeah. And she like once she just like starts telling him everything. Like he's a stranger, and she's just like yeah. Nah, so like eh, my dad's a scumbag, and like I'm I'm kind of a slut, even though I'm not. <laughs> like I, it, it's a weird conversation to have. It is weird. I got I got a couple things about both title and runtime, so I'll okay. bang those out. Sure. So the the title the title in the in the credits on mine was just Leon. Yeah. Uh, uh, but most uh, posters I see are Leon the Professional. The Blu-ray I have is Leon the Professional, yeah. brag. And I've also seen it as just the Professional, yep. no Leon. Yeah. What, what, how come we couldn't land on something? I, I have no idea. I think it's just different distribution things. And I guess. whoever gets a hold of it is like, no, Leon is too hard for Americans to pronounce. <laughs> Maybe. It's just the just Professional. The professional. Yeah. I, yeah, I assume the Professional was the dumb American version. <laughs> yeah. He He's also in another movie called Wasabi. Sick. That is it about f- Japanese horseradish? For yeah, uh, I I you know honestly I love wasabi. If I get sush with some wasabi, oh, I, I, I'm I'm all about it. I don't really. I, mean, no, I don't, don't like. Care. Don't care. I don't like white horseradish. I don't like green horseradish. I don't know that I've had white horseradish. It's a weird taste. Well, to I me. know what it is. I I just don't think I've ever had it. But anyways, there's a he's in another movie called Wasabi, which I think is 2001. That when I was younger. I just assumed they were the same thing, and they had just rebranded it for some oh, reason. Okay, but uh, this one is uh, in Japan for a funeral for his long lost love. A tough French detective learns he learns that he also has a teenage daughter, and that her life is in danger from the yakuza. Ooh, and so I mean, I guess it's kind and of he, the same and he thing. He almost has sex with her too. Well, it's uh, it's not acceptable if you ask a noted podcast incest correspondent. Uh, Jeremy Irons. It's true. Uh, but it was it, his son, sure. His son, absolutely, because he can't make babies. Yeah. Uh, it was written by Luc Besson. So that's probably okay. why uh, I that's thought it was just like why that got in a weird rebranding or yeah. something that they were like, well, nobody can pronounce this. Let's just call it Wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I don't know. People have heard that. They get sushi. Yeah. Let's call no, it yeah, I'm, sur- I'm surprised they had the restraint not to just call it sushi. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Calling it the ac- the accent piece to sushi and <laughs> yeah. not just sushi. Yeah, back or up, sushimi. Backup was soy sauce. Soy sauce. 
and then runtime. So yeah. uh, IMDb lists this as an hour fifty. Yeah. So I'm like Z- Zachary K, you're you're pushing it, but you're within you're within yep. your means. Great. You did not break the rules. I so I watched this on a, a, a on a legal non burned DVD. What that I didn't rent and copy from Zip.ca years and years ago, mm-hmm. Canadian Netflix. Uh-huh. Uh, so my version is some weird two hour and 12 minute director's cut. Huh? So I'm not saying you should pay double Zach, but I'm not, not saying it either. So just let, let that marinate with you for a bit. Do you want me to live on pod check how long my Blu-ray version of it is? I do, but I'm not going to say anything while you look for it. But it won't take you long to find it, because... Because I have autism. Because autism wins, and you alphabetize your DVDs. They, they always say love, win, love always wins. It's autism. Autism always yeah. wins. Yeah. Autism versus love, autism wins. Autism I guarantee wins. you. Have you seen Love on the Spectrum? Yep. Autism wins. <laughs> Not love. My, my Blu-ray copy of Leon the Professional. Yeah, is... Are there multiple versions? Or did I just um, find the one magic two-hour, 12-minute one, and everyone else saw an hour says... 50? Ah. This one has both. There you go. It has the theatrical version of 109 minutes. Yep. And it has the extended version of 133 minutes. That's the one. Yep. I think I watched the 133 minutes. I definitely did because I didn't have the option. Oh, my balls. So... Ow, my testicles. (laughs) You know what, though? Even, Even though he got away with murder... By uh, recommending them or paying for a movie that's less than two hours and nine minutes, uh, I was fine with watching the extended version because this movie it's good rules. Yeah. Uh, so uh, where are we at? You, you did your both your things. That was yep. it. You're, I'm covered. You've, you've given your takes, your hot takes. Yeah. <clears throat> so now we get to kind of see what her family is like. So her dad is a big fat. Turns schlub. out criminals. A big fat schlub who's a drug runner for. A big bad, who we will meet in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a stepmom who's, I guess, a stripper or a hooker? Yeah, she's... She's, she's something. A, she's a sex worker. And an old... Guys, sex work is real work. I, you know what? I, you if, can joke. I agree. If you're a whore. No, I agree with it. I think sex work is work. I mean... I don't I understand can... why sex work is illegal. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it should be illegal. I just don't think... The implication when I hear sex work is real work is that we can't call them whores, and I don't like that. I think you're just jealous that you... They found the easiest profession that, in the world. That and they I found a loophole in the system. No, I agree. It's a lo- that's a lot of it, actually. I would... TBH. I would do... I would 100% do sex work yeah. if, as a man... Sex work wasn't gay sex. Yeah, because that's the, or, like, or in the experience of noted friend of the friend of us, not friend of the podcast. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna go non-government name. Daniel Adonis <laughs> has told us that it's uh, it's a lot of gross old ladies. Yeah, th- there's not a lot of women under seventy paying for because sex. they don't have to because they don't have yeah. to. But like, if I just stand in the town square and say, <laughs> "I would like sex now, please," you'll have some takers. Yeah, not the case for men. No, unless you don't want to be picky. I'm also a little surprised that that there's any gay men that have to pay for sex because that really shouldn't come up that well, often. Well, no, either. no, because I think what it is for gay men is that it's you're paying 
a straight man who's not not oh, okay. gay who's to been have forced gay into sex, sex work. You. Yeah, because like, I get that you you can be. I'm going to use you as an example. You, Scott, are a yeah. non-penetrative bot. Correct. But no that, one's getting in there. But that doesn't mean but I fall somebody can't times. pay you yeah. like a thousand dollars to be a top. Certainly. Right. Yeah. So that that's the that's the idea. And I bought them for fifty. <laughs> You'd pay them fifty. <laughs> Yeah, I'll pay. Uh, what's your What's your price? Well, it's a thousand dollars if you want me to fuck you, and uh, if uh, you, if you want to fuck me, I, I will. Uh, I will give you fifty dollars. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's the way it works. Those are my rights. You negotiate a thousand this way or fifty that way. <laughs> that's a good system you got going on. Um. So yeah. So then she's got an older stepsister. The only person to go in debt doing sex work. <laughs> Why are you so broke? I thought you do sex work. Yeah, yeah but, but I'm paying them for I've it. I've been doing it wrong. I didn't understand the concept, and now I'm in the hole. Uh, so she has an older stepsister who's like a, a, a bitch. A total bitch. You know, don't get attached to any of these characters. I mean, yeah, true. Uh, and then she has a younger brother who is her, like, full blood brother. Yeah. And the, the dad is kind of a jerk. Then we uh, then we get to meet I don't know maybe the best worst actor in the history of cinema because he's so good at just chewing up every bit of scenery he can. He was really he was chewing. In he, this was movie. he was insane in this town. movie. If you had told me that Gary Oldman had been doing nothing but cocaine yeah. for four weeks before doing this movie, I would say only four weeks and only <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Because yeah. he was he was batshit insane this yeah. whole movie. We're in we're in full Oldman bad guy phase right yes. now. That's what he's yes. rocking in the night. Which he's really good at. Which he's really good at. He, I mean, he's legitimately he's good at everything. Yeah. Like even when he's playing a little person, he's still the best part of the movie. Sure. But like he's so good at every role he's given. I mean, whether or not the movie's entertaining is different. But like <laughs> yeah. he is so good at everything he does. Yeah. He's one of those guys who's like the probably one of the most underappreciated actors that like has been doing movies for I don't know, when did he start? Like the early eighties maybe? Yeah. So like he like he's been doing it for forty, 40 years. years. Yeah. And like nobody ever says who's the best actor in the world. It's like, well Gary Oldman should definitely be in the conversation. Yeah. But maybe not because of this movie. Now, he does what he does good in this movie, but a lot of it is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, so, uh, he shows up. He'll like, he'll have a very calm few sentences and then scream the last just, one. Yeah, just yelling at the top of his lungs. Yeah. Like, like an insane person. Yeah. And just like snapping at a second, like going from normal, yeah. regular human being to just full-blown maniac. Yeah. In seconds. So... He shows up. He's the drug dealer guy that the dad has been holding the drugs for. And they've come to get him because the last time that they came and they checked on their merch, it was 100% pure uncut cocaine. Mm -hmm. And now that they're back and they've tested it again, which why are they testing it again? I guess for this exact reason. I guess they were right to test it. uh, It was only 90% pure. And the dad is arguing that like... It was like that when I found it. He's like, listen, like it's been sitting here for a while. And when it sits here for a while... 
it's gonna get worse and then they're like cocaine has no cocaine has a half-life yeah like no that's not how it works it decays you better find the other 10 percent, which is silly if it's 90 percent now that means it's been cut with something yes so you can't exactly uncut it from something no it's it's all cut yeah, you so that means he ha- he has to get brand new uncut cocaine yeah. to make up for the lost 10%. Yeah. But that's not the argument that's being made. No. Is that he has to find the other 10% yeah. and fix the 90%. Yeah, you know how if you take uh, cocaine and then okay. you, yes, I do. You, remove, you remove 10% of it and replace it with baking powder. Yes. But then if you put that 10% back yeah I'm listening it's fine it's fine it's back to 100% yes the baking soda is baking soda is negated yeah by the new 10% <laughs> exactly cocaine. yeah but th- this is that that's all that's all Gary Oldman wants which is honestly reasonable <laughs> he's not asking too much he's yeah. not asking too much he's not asking to replace the whole thing which you probably should if he wants uncut cocaine yes uh so n- now we know we've seen them and then uh one one note that I made is uh, faking being your own parent hits close to home because uh, she gets into a big fight with her parents and like everybody in the household's an asshole mm-hmm. except for her and her little brother and the n- the nun is she a nun or just maybe she is yeah or like the head of a private school whatever she calls to talk to the right. mom and Natalie Portman pretends to be her mom or yeah. her stepmom and she pretty much says like you know you I know you've paid in advance for this you paid for the school and everything's great but uh, she hasn't been showing up for weeks and if you don't if she doesn't start showing up then we're gonna have to kick her out and you won't get your money back yeah. and she replies by crying into the phone saying she's dead and hangs <laughs> up the phone but when I was in grade 10, and they make you take French in Canada yep. until you're at least in high school, and then you can choose. Every school is different. I think maybe, maybe we've discussed on the podcast yeah, before, you, but you have to take a language. If you want eleven, well, it's it's different now than it was when we were in school mm. uh, two years ago because uh, yep. we're both not uh, almost forty. We're still um, hot teens. Uh, that you, if you wanted to go directly to university, yeah. you had to at least have a grade eleven level second language. Yeah. So everybody starts learning French in grade five. I think is it five? I have no. I mean, I did it since one. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I didn't start learning it till I was in. It was maybe four, but it was probably five. So grade five is when I in pub in public school, none of this private school, um, that you learn French. Then when you get to high school, which for uh, our American listeners uh, is for us is grade nine, and for me it was grade eight. Well, I'm sorry, I'm Scott for grade, was grade eight. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it's different everywhere. Um, that then you can usually choose to start a new language because there's more options. So like at my high school, you did French until grade two, grade nine, you got there, and then you were given the option of continue doing French, yeah. Spanish, German, or Japanese. Those were the those are the options. Yeah. Did, did we, you have different options? We had those Did you have Mandarin? Plus Mandarin, which was exclusively Taken by Chinese guys who already spoke Mandarin. That's very funny. Very funny. That's very funny. Yeah, just like imagine get, not getting an getting a hundred percent. They all that. got a hundred percent. Every single one. Um, Was the teacher also Chinese? No. Oh, what do you think about that? That's weird. Yeah, white lady. White lady. Yeah, mm. she could have been an extra in a Jackie Chan movie. Could have been. And Latin. Ooh, 
And Fancy boys over here. Anything but else? did you have those other ones? You had Spanish, German, Japanese? Sp- Spanish, German, Japanese for sure. Um, yeah, I, th- I think those plus Mandarin and Latin. I, I did French all the way through and Latin also in eight and nine. Mm-hmm. And I... Th- and then realized it was worthless bullshit? No, it's good for uh, it's good for English etymology. Oh. Uh, Is it good for being an archaeologist too? It's good for being an archaeologist, which you are. Yeah. Noted archaeologist Scott Henson. Yeah, and uh, I believe I got a hundred percent in it in grades eight and nine, and then didn't take it in grade ten. And the teacher was devastated and <laughs> very mad at me. Oh, uh, uh, the one white guy in my class dropped out. No, we had we had other white guys in Latin. Oh, all three of the white guys that went to your school were all in Latin. <laughs> and uh, who else is I? I hurt. I hurt three teachers in okay. high school by not uh, taking certain classes. I yeah, I hurt, I hurt the Latin teacher. Uh, sorry, Mrs. Mori, uh, which is funny because her name in Latin means death. <laughs> is she dead? Uh, no, not last I checked. Anyway, hmm. um, and then apologies to uh, Mr. Newell, who is dead, uh, for uh, for dropping. AP calculus for the easier math class and getting 100%. <laughs> um, and I, like, I like your style. Apologies to Mr. Uh, Rennick and Crompton for not doing band in grade 12 because my move in grade 12 was to not do anything. <laughs> oh, I was going to say not do anything nerdy so you don't get beat up anymore no by all the Chinese kids. <laughs> yeah, all those big, tough, uh, five-foot-one Chinese kids really give yeah, me the business. but there's like things. 300 of them and there's one of you. I can take them. Okay. It's it's like, like how many two-year-olds could you beat up? Like, yeah. it's, it's infinite. Infinite. Yeah. I, I would never not... Stop. Yeah, keep sending Just, them. yeah, wave after wave, and I'm, I'm, cure, kill, I'm killing I'm all those two-year-olds. But, uh, yeah, they were mad I didn't take band, because, uh... And, and, look, I... Like, big band? Like, you were Brian Setzer Orchestra band? I was, uh, yeah, I was doing a Stray Cat Strut. Nice. Yeah. Upright bass? Upright bass. <laughs> I was a trumpeteer. Ah. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just didn't want to do... I, grade 12, I wanted to get accepted to university really early yeah. and then just kind of ride out the last, uh, like, 80% of grade 12. Get accepted to university, yeah. stop doing high school, just constantly backyard wrestling. A lot of, Those lot were the of things that were wrestling. high in your practice. And then the same thing as measurably in, going into university, like, um, especially, like, the end of university. I remember I was, uh, I had taken an, I think, like, an ethics class elective and uh, I think I just want because I wanted to have abortion debates with people. <laughs> um, and the the last uh, like the the end of year essay, um, I, I I hate I hate writing essays. Oh, I, I, not a lot of people love it. Handwriting essays? No, it was computer. computer. But like, I'm fine with that. I don't I don't like I don't want to handwrite. I things. hate no. I hate thinking of things to write. <laughs> um, so and it might have even been on abortion, but I was like, I don't. It's like I don't know. It was probably like 15 or 20 pages that I had to do. I'm like, I don't I don't want to do it. So then like I uh, I told him I was really sick or something, and he gave me an extension like past when marks were due and he's like i'll give you a passing grade and then 
turn in the paper and then based on the paper I'll I'll up your grade to whatever the paper gets you and then I just uh, <laughs> never turned in the paper and, yeah. and took the bare minimum passing grade like that like the way like we it think was, it was pretty good yeah, like yeah, I, yeah I was just I don't know I I seem to check out at the end of things like high school university just like yeah. hey I'm, I'm basically done I don't want to do any more things yeah I don't blame you yeah um so the end of the story was that uh, I didn't want to take a second language because I didn't plan on going right to university because I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So French was very smash bo- poo. Very boring was the answer. Yeah, kind of. French was very boring to me, uh-huh. and of course you're learning Quebec French, but Which is garbage. my instructor was from Tunisia, oh. so he's teaching us French 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 French. Yeah but also sort of trying to teach us Quebec French. Mm. And I was just completely uninterested in it. (laughs) And so I would go to class. Was he a Muslim? He was. His name was Mr. Salam. Mm. And uh, Mr. Salam Bombay. And he, (laughs) I would sit in the back corner with my dad, my, my uh, book like open with toque headphones, hood, and just hide behind the book. And I would sleep every class. Until he eventually caught me and yeah. kicked me out of kicked me out of class, <laughs> kicked kick me out of school, school, expelled you, expelled. I me. was expelled by the French teacher. I was getting thirteen percent tight, and that that was purely based on showing up to attendance. Class. And he called my house. But here's the thing about teachers: they call at three o'clock in the afternoon mm-hmm. because, as if parents are home yeah, from work at three o'clock work. in the afternoon. So yeah. I left school came home yeah. he called i speaking i pretended to be my dad yeah uh told, he told me everything said something racist to make it sound legit oh that went so good fuck <laughs> hindsight I need, I need a time machine <laughs> if um, you could go back anywhere in time you know that's actually funny because that's going to come up in the second half of this episode uh about, oh, we're, about doing time machines. One, we're doing all one part we are at two hours and 30 minutes right now yeah we can <laughs> so anyways i'm gonna i, I want to cut this short so we're not rambling on forever yeah. so i pretended to be my dad he told me everything that i didn't go to class again then my vice principal called me into his office and sat me down with the teacher and you said didn't know oh. you couldn't you can't molest willing participants um <laughs> and they said well didn't didn't your dad talk to you and i was like yeah yeah he told me i didn't have to go if i didn't want to and they were like, well, no, that's not how it works. I'm like, well, that's what he told me. And then I just never went again. <laughs> I finished the year with 12% in, Fran- in yeah. French. Uh, and then I just didn't take it in 11 and 12. And <laughs> no, I don't, but I don't think I actually learned anything. There are, very, there are a few, there are words I can see that I understand, but yeah. I don't, I never learned any of the verbal stuff. Like, uh, conjugation like of yeah. verbs and stuff nothing i learned none of it because i just was not interested yeah. and it's just kind of forced upon you so when she did it in the movie i was like ah i know what you're doing <laughs> i like this i'm on board yeah considering i took it grades 1 to 11 i don't know as much as i should yeah but, uh, but when are you using it not often yeah, like even if you went to montreal you wouldn't have to use it yeah it's Although only if, if you I went to they'd... rural quebec yeah and they'd yell at me if i or didn't speak like french it. yeah that's true they're very mean. Only outside of Montreal, I yeah. think. Montreal's pretty chill. I think Montreal's chill, but literally yeah. any place to, that is not downtown Montreal. Anywhere is that here. Xavier Dolan has filmed a movie, 
that's where you don't want to go. You better speak French. That's where you don't want to go. Yeah. That's where they'll kill you. <laughs> they'll straight up murder you for speaking for English yeah. and not French. So. Um, and that's been Leon the Professional. That's Leon the Professional. And we're done at two hours and 32 minutes and 34 seconds. Uh, so now uh, a a ragtag group of... <laughs> of hoodlums with Gary Oldman show back up at the apartment. Yeah. Uh, a ragtag group, including a balding creep, a mm-hmm. jacked black guy, a sort of hunky bro, and a white dreads having Rasta motherfucker. I think you need one of those in like every nineties movie. I think so. I think so. Uh, if only hackers, this a third, a third example. example. Yeah. Uh, very silly. Yeah. So they show up at the home to, uh, fuck shit up. Yeah. Uh, so they, at this point, her and Leon have become friendly Mm -hmm. and she hates her family. She wants out. So she asks him if he needs anything from the store. She goes, ah, two liters of, of milk. Right. Mm -hmm. And he goes, "Uh uh-huh. So she leaves. These guys show up. They fucking blow the door off. They go in. They start just unloading. The way that they kill the stepmom is so like violent. Um, yeah. She's in the bathtub with headphones on, and the guy kicks the door in and just blows her away with a shotgun <laughs> that blows a hole through the back of the bathtub. Yeah. And then for the rest of yeah, the scene yeah. is just bloody water, pull, like very slowly yeah. leaking out of the back of the bathtub. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the stepsister sees them and she tries to run away and they blow her away in the hallway. <laughs> Meanwhile, the dad, like, obviously hears all this happening and he sneaks into the bedroom and gets a gun. Yeah. Um, and then he ends up blowing away one of the bad guys and then Gary Oldman gets involved. And th- again, this is, like, top-level insane Gary Oldman because mm-hmm. he's giving him, like, this perfectly normal speech as he... Uh, well, first of all, I wrote that I 100% have entered... Every single, like, hanging or partitioned or separated, like, doorway thing I've ever done exactly like him. Yeah. Hands together, make a little fishy through, yeah. and then just and then blow through it. Yeah. Like, you're, like you're entering at wrestling. Yeah. I've done that for everything I've ever done. Of course. And so when he did it, I was like, ah, my guy. I like <laughs> it. So they end up getting into it. In, uh, into it. Uh, he, they... He, uh, I think in maybe it's not the exact order, but like the little brother's hiding under the under, dra- bed. under the bed. Yeah. Um, then when this whole thing starts going and he runs out, then the is it the Rasta man? Might have been. I think the Rasta man like gets his gun and just starts unloading in the direction of like of the kid. Yeah. Uh, murders the kid. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I respect any movie with the balls to murder a four-year-old. But they didn't show it. That's they the didn't. Thing. But they but but they, they do say they canonically murdered a kid, and they, and they say like out loud, like you just killed a four-year-old. Yeah, and yeah. So they, there's all that. Gary Oldman gets shot. Then they end, then he ends up just like blowing the le- like like he shoots him in the legs of the dad. <laughs> then he goes up, and then he just like like yeah. seven or eight times just unloading that. Meanwhile. Uh, uh, Leon is in his apartment and he's just looking out the people as all of this is happening. Yeah. Presumably because he doesn't want to get involved. Probably. But then Natalie Portman comes home with all the groceries and she... It, the, it, the whole thing is very bizarre because she puts on this strong face as she's like a, 
walking past what's obviously her apartment she can see her dead dead dad on yeah. the floor walks to Leanne's door and starts banging on the door like knocking on the door to let her in while she's like like you know building up the emotions and like getting crying and whatever yeah why he doesn't just immediately open the door and he lets her stand out there for like a minute yeah while like well, all he, this stuff is going yeah, on he was, they're tossing the apartment her whole family's been <laughs> murdered yeah he was, he was weighing the pros and cons like uh, is this gonna be more trouble than it's worth yeah but like are you gonna let the little girl get murdered maybe like, i guess <laughs> maybe yeah uh and w- which gives us another great shot which is uh sort it's sort of a leon pov which i wouldn't mind a little pov with uh natalie portman on the other end of it gross but uh but it's like you see the door uh, open to her, like looking yeah. through the door and down on her. Yeah, uh, with like the 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 light going yes. going under. It's yeah. a it's a great it's shot. A great it shot. looks great. Very good shot. Yeah, yeah. Also, do only criminals live in this apartment building? Um, like I. I, unrelated, a hitman and like a drug family next door well, I, to each other. I don't know because there's like the old lady across the hallway who isn't. She's just an old lady. So it just so happens. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All I right, so. just coincidence. Um, then well, then at this point, because like obviously, I know what's happening in the movie, but at the time, I'm like, so after the first big like shotgun blast. Um, no cops at all. Great Nothing. question. Nobody, they don't, they, cause they show up eventually, but it's way after the fact. I don't think it's the same day. I don't, I don't know. Cause I, like, I, I, I know, I know that the old man and all his crew leave or are, are like leaving, yeah. but I think you can hear the sirens at one point I, when they're leaving the apartment. I had time to write. Was there any police investigation into this family being murdered? Well, um, the answer is yes. Yes, but way after the fact. Well, yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like I think you can hear sirens before they like eventually ultimately leave, but I, you never actually like see them, right? You don't. Yeah. You don't see uh, the police come. You don't see them have any interaction with the police as they leave the building. Yeah, it's it's very very weird. Yeah. Um. So then, uh. She's been. She's in his apartment, and then they. He kind of has to figure out. Like, is he? Well, I, well, I wrote. Should have wasted early because <laughs> he was like, should I just, should I just kill her? Because there's gonna be a whole. Yeah. Like, again, is this more than it's be a whole worth. mess of trouble? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So he's like, you can. Basically, you can stay here tonight, but then uh, hit the bricks. Yeah, exactly. Afterward. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll stop them from killing you right the second, but then you're on your own. I think this is one of the many times she lied and said she was eighteen. Uh, yeah, I think they so. Had, like, a conversation. Yeah, I think here. so. She's like, he's like, "How old are you? 18. Um, I'm uh, I'm forty. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna lie, lie. Don't big. mind me. I'm forty. Lie big. Uh, but then, yeah, then it, it just sort of like morphs into him letting her stay longer. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, feel, I think he, he starts to feel bad for her, and yeah. uh, as we noted before, uh, Jean Reno said he played Leon retarded. So <laughs> true. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So then, um, uh, I don't think anything like major happens. Like they start to they start to bond and yeah. kind of get to know each other a little bit more. They're bonding like, montage. Bonding montage set to 
Venus as a Boy by Bjork. Yes. Which is great. great. I'm like, holy shit, every montage should be set, set to Bjork. <laughs> it was so good. It was perfect. It was, yeah, it was, it was very, very good. Really good. Uh, and What's somewhere in there, there's a great uh, milk spit take by Mr. It was when she says, I think I'm falling in love with That's you. Right, and yeah. then he goes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're a child. <laughs> yeah, they, like they definitely portray it as if this 12-year-old girl is like completely horny yeah. for this like older man who doesn't even who by this all loner mentally handicapped not even murderer. attractive like Jean Renault is not an, a handsome man no and she's like fully invested in he's like, handsomer than Michael Rooker less handsome than Neil McDonough correct <laughs> he's he's in that that yeah. spectrum he's on two spectrums uh what's my next important note Ah. Oh, she does the Marilyn Monroe happy birthday tea, and I just wrote too young. Yeah, look, like we we like to have fun on this podcast. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But Natalie, come on. Yeah, she was doing like a a dress up montage. She she was trying to to like impersonate celebrities, yeah. and he didn't know who and they like, were. She did it well. Yeah, and he had no idea. But still. Too young. Too young. It was very off put. I was so upset that no, I, had to, I had to sit through that again. Yeah, I, I, I felt very bad jerking off to it. I got him. <laughs> no, I just can't believe that you keep digging yourself a deeper grave. Yeah, I've, I've gone hard this episode. I, don't, I see no reason to stop. I guess that's fair. <laughs> no turning back now. You can't unsay the things you said. Yeah, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. That is true. That is true. Uh, you can't put the cake batter back in your balls. So, at this point, I kind of stopped taking notes because I was so invested in the movie yeah. that I was just like, oh, yeah, shit, I, ah, for, whatever, fuck it. I'll, I'll just talk about how great the movie is. I don't need to take like, I only have a couple more notes, and they're, they're later. So, um, uh, I guess the next kind of thing is so that she, now... She's basically like, uh, teach me to be... Uh, a hit woman. Yeah, like she she kind of wants to get revenge even though she hates her family. Yeah. Which is silly. Yeah. Well, no, she wants revenge because they killed her little brother. Yes. That, that's, yes. sorry, yeah, that, yeah, that's what it is. Not just because of her entire family. Yeah, I don't think she cared about the rest. No. Uh, bitch and, sister, and, bitch stepmom, fat dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she, he, he's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not teaching you anything. Yeah. Like, this is not a life you want to be in. We need to find you a place to go. Like, do you have anywhere you can go? And she's like, no. Um, mm. there's another really good shot of them, uh, walking up the street together. And this, the street is sort of up a hill. And uh, there's a shot of like the the horizon for back of a lot of, yeah. uh, lack of a better term yeah. on the street, and them like coming up over it uh, towards you. It's it's a yeah. really good shot. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Uh, then I don't know. Is, is there anything else before kind of the reveal? I don't. I don't have anything before the reveal. Uh, let me see. Just I, I'm I'm just quickly looking at the synopsis here, so I don't forget anything. No, I guess not. So uh, maybe one of the reasons why police weren't alerted to immediately is because uh, secret drug kingpin and uh, drug addict, uh, yeah. uh, Gary Oldman is Gay a Oldman. is a corrupt DEA agent. Yeah, and he's been kind of playing both sides the whole time. Good move. Uh, so now he is trying to pin everything that's happened with Leon, or everything that's happened with the drugs and the family, yeah. everything on Leon. Yeah. as like a known 
assassin. Mm-hmm. Um, Leon also has like a guy who, like the guy who he's working for is uh, Danny Aiello. Yep. Who I like Danny Aiello a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not in a lot of things, but like between do the right thing and this, I mean, what else do you need to do? Yeah. But um, so he like runs like an like an Italian deli, a <laughs> gabagool, and uh, he's the one that's like holding on to Leon's finances because he's too dumb to have his own money. That's kind of the implication. Well, kind that, of. Like, Aiello, like, Aiello is, like, it's it's implied that he's, like, sort of fucking him on money, but, like... But I don't think he is. But not, I, think it's, I think the implication is that he's taking advantage of him, but I think ultimately, in the end, he is actually his friend. Yeah. I think it's just kind of portrayed that yeah, way. That like, you think, I, like, Aiello is Leon's bank. Yes. Yeah. 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 He's just making sure that he has money. Yeah. But like uh, it, it. Yeah. It's definitely given to you. Like, oh, this guy's a bad guy. Yeah. Leon, if in theory, if you know, he's, know, is retarded. He's screwing and, this fee, he, and he's screwing him. Right. Like yeah. he's like, well, if you want your money, here's your money. And he's like, no, 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 I don't want it right now. And he's like, fine, you don't want your money, I'll keep holding on yeah. to it for you. Why but I think why don't you want your money? But just I think ultimately he he is his friend. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he's on his side. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's just a weird setup. It's a very weird setup, but I, I I like it. It's it's something different. Yeah. Um. So then we get sort of the reveal of Leon's backstory. Yeah. Uh, that when he was younger, he fell in love with a woman in Italy from a wealthy family, but he was like a poor, disgusting French pig. Yeah, his last name was Bunnykins. Bunnykins. He was yeah. Bunnykins, not a rabbitkins. <laughs> no. Uh... So Leon Bunnykins, the, the two, the professional, the professional, <laughs> uh, the two of them had planned to elope, but the girl's father found out and he killed her. Yeah. And then which Le- is bold, bold, bold. Uh, so in, I don't want my daughter marrying this guy. So, so I'm going to kill my daughter. I'd rather ha- not have a daughter than have her marry this yeah. French pig. So in revenge, Leon kills the father yeah. and then flees to America. Yeah. And then that's when he meets Danny Aiello's character who sort of like takes him in under mm-hmm. his wing and kind of trains him to be yeah. a hitman he's, and then protects him. He's the Dan Aykroyd to Jean Renault's John Cusack in Gross Point yeah. Blank. Yeah. Only he's nicer than Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Dan Aykroyd's not not nice in that movie. <laughs> He's just a little psychotic at times. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway. So now we have that, and then do we do gross pump bike on a request? We, we did, did, right? Yeah. We did. Yeah. It's great. Um. Uh, so now Natalie Portman. Do is... we're not doing any more John Cusack movies? Yeah. 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 I could do some more, but we're not doing any. Uh. So Natalie Portman wants. She's still convinced she wants to learn. And he reluctantly starts to teach her, but not, like, a lot, just sort of, like, how to protect herself. Yeah, some basics. But then she decides to take it upon herself to just, like, go do it anyways without him. (laughs) Yeah. And she's going to go take out Gary Oldman. Yeah. But then, through the course of her trying to, like, sneak about and do it, she gets caught and uh, kidnapped. And they are going to... Yeah, but she, like, she actually could have done it. Could have done it, yeah. She sneaks into the DEA building... Uh, under the guise of food delivery, they don't. They don't metal detect her bag, which yeah. has a straight up gun in yeah, it. Because she's twelve, and then she like gets him in yep. the bathroom. Yeah, she almost gets him, but uh, doesn't have the nope. the cojones to to shoot Gary Oldman. Yeah, 
but he recognizes her as being the because yeah. when they ransack the house to, and kill her family, they're like, "There's another there's kid." One more, yeah. But like, let's find the kid, and they never find her. Yeah. But now he recognizes that that's the other kid. Uh-huh. So uh, he ki- he kidnaps her. Um. And Leon has to go. He rescues her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he rescues her and ends up killing, like, undercover DEA agents that work with Gary Oldman. Mm. So now he's more wanted by them. Or, yeah. like, because, I mean, now he's justifiably wanted by them. Yeah. But now Oldman's like, I need to get rid of this guy because he knows everything. Yeah. And I need to kill the kid because she knows everything. Yeah. Fair. Um, so then he just goes uh, completely apeshit bonkers mm-hmm. and gets. Every single Every. SWAT team member in yeah. the city of New York to like storm the to apartment. like storm and and it's like three hundred. It's so many. It's it's every single police officer they're, in the city. They're, of they're New York. shoulder to shoulder yeah. in the, and fill the whole apartment. So I, I apartment guess apartment building, not one. Apartment. Yeah, like the stairwell is completely full. Yeah. So I guess if you kill a police officer, then every other police officer forgets about every other thing in the city, and they just have to kill you. Blue lives matter. Blue, blue lives do matter, especially in Canada, where putting a stripe on the flag makes total sense. Because that's what that means. Category of Final Jeopardy is lives that matter. <laughs> Ooh, sorry about your luck. <laughs> um, so, they storm the apartment, and then, again, like this is another really good action sequence between... All of these police officers—they got snipers across from the on the other on the other yeah. building. This is a great action sequence, followed by a great non-action sequence. Yes, the, yeah. the sneaking away. The sneaking—it's so good. It's so tense. It's very tense. Yeah, it's very tense, but it's it's so smart. Yeah. So they get in the apartment and. Uh, he blows, he, he gets the cops to kill some of their own guys. Great move. Great move. Um, happens all the time in Afghanistan. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're British or American, it doesn't matter. Yep. You guys are shooting in the right direction. <laughs> um, Hey, are, are you a soldier that was killed in the Middle East between 2002 and today? Uh, you got shot by your own country. Yeah. <laughs> or like you're, you're, you're the same side of the yeah. fight. You didn't get shoot, shot by an Afghani. I like that you can be on the same team, but be so unwilling to communicate with each other yeah. that you just kill each other. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Like, were there even any Afghanistan no. Afghanis left? I don't think like, so. They were, they were like, we have to go stop these. Like, um, Afghanistan hasn't been populated yeah. for over 30 years. Yeah, no. Well, just... we have to go kill them all. No, they were just all, uh, they're just all at the, at the fortress in... Pakistan watching uh, watching twenty year old porn with Osama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What porn from twenty years ago or porn of twenty year olds? Uh, certainly the former, but maybe also the latter, <laughs> or maybe uh, twelve. Twelve years year ago? old oh. porn. I don't know. If, yeah, maybe. Uh, that that's a topic for another podcast because we can go on forever about all the hilarious and insane Osama and stuff. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so anyways, he, he kills them, barricades himself in the apartment, then they uh, they almost get sniped by the snipers, yeah. uh, he then goes into the kitchen and breaks out a hole in the wall where, like, a fan vent is, yeah. and tries to get her to climb in the hole, and she's like, but if I go fit you, you're not going to be able to fit, and he goes, well... 
not everyone's leaving. <laughs> yeah, well, she, uh, shut up and get in the hole. Yeah, and she has a very emotional breakdown yeah. about it, like what I thought was very good. Yep. Like, the acting was very good. And she climbs down this hole. Maybe she'll win an Oscar. Uh, for this, yeah. Uh, how many has she she's only won one I think she's won one has she been nominated she's been nominated multiple times right I'm gonna say yeah I'm gonna say nominated I'm gonna say nominated twice won once that is an interesting take I'm gonna say nominated thrice thrice crazy talk and won thrice oh she's a three time Academy Award nominee uh winner sorry uh she's been nominated three times shit she's won one she was nominated for a Black a Swan, which she won. Yeah, she was nominated in two thousand five for Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Closer. Hmm. Okay. She was nominated in twenty seventeen for Actress Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role doing a fake accent, but not the right fake accent, mm. a different fake accent for Jackie. Oh yeah, I I don't care for Jackie. Uh, I don't care for people just not doing the right accent. Yeah, if somebody. In history, that you have like audio video footage of, yeah, and and was like alive until the like nineties. Was Jackie Onassis alive yeah. in the nineties? Yeah, and like you can't even do her accent. Yeah, if you're playing <laughs> a historical person and we know how they sound, yeah, you should try to sound like them. You'd think. I don't know what. Maybe I'm asking too much. My neighbor's doing the uh, constructive surgery Building on his uh, house. Um. Yeah. So she she escapes through this hole in the basement and gets out. Uh, he then then the next thing we see is just police officers carrying like a tactical guy. Yeah. Who's been injured with a gas mask on? Yeah. Because he uh, uh, Leon likes his uh, smoke bombs. He does. Yeah. He uses a lot of smoke bombs. Yeah. That's how so, he gets them to kill the guy. Their their own guy yeah. towards the beginning of the yeah. scene. So they've all got gas masks. They've on. all got gas masks on, and there's like smoke everywhere. So they they take this guy. They, ca- they start carrying him down the stairs. Now to the audience, us obviously, it's very obvious it's him. Yeah. You can see him through the gas mask. Yeah. But it's like so tense, like walking past. <gasps> Every single police officer that are trying to kill you. in the state of New York. Yeah, they've flown guys in from Utica. They <laughs> flew guys in from Buffalo. They flew some guys in from Syracuse. Are we talking capital? We got Albany in the mix. No Albany. Albany okay. scum. Uh, they're too close to New Jersey. <laughs> Not really. I know. <laughs> uh, so they they get all the way down the stairs. They're like. Treating him like he's one of their own because they don't know. Yeah. Uh, then they're like, he's got a deep wound from getting shot, and they take the mask off and whatever. And then you know, he, he, but when he takes the mask off, Gary Oldman's at the bottom of the stairs because he's been sort of like organizing everybody going, yeah. and he sees him and realizes it's him, and then he just kind of tells everybody like, okay. Time to get uh, the fuck out. Like yeah. he, he's probably dead. Get the fuck out. Yeah. And so everybody just kind of like they, they don't they don't even really investigate the apartment. Yeah. Like they go in the apartment, but they're not like looking around for the dead body. There's like a huge um, explosion. Yeah. They shoot like a grenade launcher they into do. the apartment. They in fact do, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. So uh, they everybody starts to leave, and then uh, Leon like 
gets up very slowly while injured and yeah. starts walking towards like the exit of the apartment building yeah, like the main lobby door he, uh, he he takes the gas mask off to like take a big breath but what you what we see is like Gary Oldman is like very slowly creeping behind him yeah. and as they walk towards the door and he gets like this breath of fresh air you and get... another fucking great shot yeah. which is another like it's another sort of like uh Leon POV yeah and like it just like goes white yeah, yeah. As he get and like you don't hear a gunshot, nope. but you know that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's great. And uh, Geraldman shoots him right through the fucking face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just got him uh, good. Completely, completely uh, ends his life. Yeah. And uh, what he had told Danny Aiello is that if I die, this girl's going to come and yeah. give her all of my money. Yeah. And he's told her, if I die, go and get all of this money go and move Danny. on with your life. Yeah. So then she obviously reluctantly does that. Mm. She goes to get the money and then she goes uh, back to school. Yeah. Like back to the place where the lady called and said she hadn't been showing up. Yeah. And then she... she... Shows up like, I thought you were dead. <laughs> yep. Yep. And she's also... Oh no! Like the whole movie, he's been looking after a houseplant that he's been keeping yeah, alive. Yeah, it's like his his pet, his it, pet, and uh, she has the houseplant at the end. Yeah, she it's like it. it's like what he projects his emotions onto, basically. Yes, yeah, yeah. and it's also what I thought was a cat. Yeah, and before also, I had rewatched it, it's also a cat. Um, but yeah, man, this this movie rocks. Good stuff. I I had not seen it in probably twenty years, and it mm. is so much better than I remembered it. Being. Yeah, I wrote, "What the fuck happened to Luke Besson?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, hopefully uh, somebody pays for us to watch Wasabi so I can prove that it's two different movies. <laughs> and uh, what was the other? Oh, uh, Henry Portrait of a Henry Serial Portrait Killer. of a Serial Killer. Yeah. No uh, discount on Wasabi, though. No. It's Wasabi's full price. $99 for, for Henry. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah. It is full one hundred. You know what? $101 <laughs> for Wasabi. It is only an hour and 34 minutes, which is pretty good. That is good. And apparently it's listed as an action drama comedy. Interesting. So we'll maybe there's, see. Maybe there's racism. Maybe we'll get to see. Well, it is um it is Japan. Yeah. So I'm thinking. Although are Japanese potential. that racist? Uh, maybe a little. I mean, Japanese are the some of the most racist people in the world, but I'm wondering but if there's only and... two other other Asian people. Uh black people too. Are they? Yeah, yeah. But Ernesto Hoost lived there for so long. He did, but... Uh, so you're telling me all of them were calling him Blackie the whole time? He was a special abilities outsider. I think ah. the the average, uh, they're they're pretty fucking racist. Well, they, they don't have a lot. They don't have a lot. Average black guys there, so... Um, anywho. We are at... Uh, just about to hit three hours. Let's, uh, how, how just? Uh, less than two minutes. Oh, shut, shut it down. I, I love it when it starts with two. Good. Remember, remember, or, remember when just, stuff started with one? What if I just hold out until it no, rolls over to three? don't roll it over. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed. And, uh, part one of one, part... and we'll be back with part two of one tomorrow. Or right now, if you're a member. <laughs> oh, there's, oh, there's like 50 no! seconds left. Don't.